But yeah, no, that's better than having nothing, right? Yeah. Hey, look at this. It's only a week late. Hey, guys. Hey. Let me shut off by saying that we suck and... No, okay. cats suck. Yeah, cats suck. <laughs> okay, to be fair, like, we did have a legitimate reason. So if uh, if y'all read our Facebook Wait. post... Hi, guys. We're Lord Cast Eternals. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. How you doing? Hi. Wow. I'm Bill. I'm Jacob. I'm Mitchell. Hey. Hi, guys. Uh, so no, anyway, Mitchell's done... computer caught on fire. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. My keyboard got wet. Yeah. And then I had a Linux update on my other laptop. And so I was like, you know what? Just no. And then it's the first time we can actually all sit down together and do something. <laughs> and, then, and then and then Mitchell, you and I ended up compl- basically completely rebuilding our computers over yes. the weekend. Yeah, yes. we, we over here at Lorecast Eternals had some technical difficulties. And we're just now, we've just now gotten stuff back up and running, upgraded and bubble wrapped and all that good shit so here mm-hmm. we are a week late we apologize but we back we're a week late but we're not a dollar short hey oh we don't make money on this ah hey oh yes um so we are now back up and running uh we apologize for the delay but hey at least we're still more or less keeping on schedule yeah oh and we're gonna have another one out next week come you know, short of uh, oh, this is gonna be active. great for our like stats or something. It's oh like, yeah, right. Like, oh, yeah. Two episodes in like one week. What? Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Um, and because of the technical difficulties, we were delayed on the New Year's um giveaway that we had posted because we were trying to you know put fires out and whatnot. But we have selected a winner, and after um we're done recording and whatnot, um we will be sending out a message to person and get that figured out but um, we're sorry for being late on that but there are some things that just kind of took precedence but, above, above that but on the other hand congratulations yay, yay. we're over 2,000 downloads now Jesus. yay almost 2,500 whoop yay. people like us I think or they aggressively hate us and they just want to hear our hero voices to laugh I mean Lorehammer listened up to episode 4 or the Hey-o. gods part 2 and they enjoyed it and they they gave us the we're cool and they're not angry Canadians at us. Yay. Yeah. I forget if, <laughs> I forget if we talked any shit, but if we did they didn't take it personally, thank God. <laughs> so like fuck those Canadians. Oh though. my god. <laughs> I mean like I'm not saying fake ass bacon, but <clears throat> please stop. I want to be able to sleep again. Okay, okay, no. I dab on your maple syrup. <laughs> okay, no, but like poutine's pretty fire though. Yeah, like no, good poutine. Good poutine is fucking delicious. Yeah. Bad poutine is not so much. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. What is it? Uh, God, there's one insult I heard. I, it, I think I was playing Siege, and it was like this motherfucker looks like his uh, his, his his fucking um like his cheese or, or his gravy can't melt his poutine or something like <laughs> oh, that. No, I think that's from a Russian it's badger Russian video. Ba- yeah, no, yeah. I was like that sound. That's a very like digging remark right there. I like that. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Uh, no, no, no. It wasn't Russian badger. Who it was it? No. It was, it, it, no. No, it was uh oh crap the other guy who does the who did that really funny recruit video which was Ru- no 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 the guy who did no, like, the, it like the super shit fu- posting one it was one. fucking yeah uh god what's his name Mr um yeah anyway yeah. um anyway that was a really funny video but yeah th- he had like another guy on there who was like Man, this because mo- he was playing it was Buck. His Buck it was video. his Buck video, and he was and somebody else that he was playing was like, "Man, this motherfucker uh, looks like his gravy isn't warm enough to melt the cheese curds on his poutine." And so he turns around and unloads into him with a fucking skeleton key. Oh, that was a good video. But anyway, moving on. We here at Lorecast Eternals are totally a lore a lore lore podcast about uh. 
Someone help me. Mitchell, it's contagious. Age of Sigmar, that's yeah. what we do. I am yeah. the only one who has not stroked out yet, and at this point I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> Don't I guess worry. it hit me, I was like, oh, 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 I'm having a fucking actual seizure in my seat. Oh yeah, no, like see, like when it hits you, you're le- like legit, you're going to get a brain clot in your brain. You're I'm like, just, I'm just you're the left side of your face is just going to go, huh? I'm and just going to sit here and laugh. I'm just going to die. Um, anywho, back on topic, uh, we are covering uh, Soul Wars. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a fucking journey getting this shit put together. And there is an actual end to it, too. Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing. Because Soul Wars was second edition, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there's, you yeah, know, there's, it, it, it's a juicy bit of lore, also known as Nagash fucks everything up for everyone again. <laughs> part two. The electric part boogaloo. Uh, but yes. Yeah, history, history of the world part yeah. Eh. No, no, no. That's, no. Part, mm. what, what? Or is it Hot Shots part of you? I think it's Hot Shots part of you. Anyway. What the fuck were you talking it, Okay, th- there's... No, there's a comedy movie, and I think it stars... Oh, the... the okay, the, no, I'm gonna stop us here, but I, I... It's okay, it's something that I didn't know, but that's fine. It's a movie I, reference. I, I thought it's you were just, reference. like, having a stroke. No. Like, no, 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 no. All right, so I guess we're gonna <clears throat> hop on into this. Um, so... Well, I like the you know, the joke that I just made. So, Soul so, Wars very much has to do with the gash. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'll continue. Where do we start? So, the thing that kind of starts Soul Wars is the Necroquakes. So we're gonna <clears throat> scaven do scaven things. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. No, it's very much so. So, Nagash once again, you know, God of Death, ruler of Shaiish, has fucking. Pissed because everyone and their fucking mother keeps stealing his souls. He has some anger issues, and he's very much like chaos gods keeping their servant souls. Whack the great horn rat keeping saving scaving souls in their weird little rat heaven. Whack the fucking elves pulling elven souls out of Slanesh and bringing them back to life. Whack fucking Sigmar stealing my shit. Whack. So he he has some bones, huh, bones to pick with. Basically everyone <laughs> rattle me bones. And in true Nagash fashion, the only real solution when you have a problem with the world is to kill everyone. Then yeah. that's basically what he sets out to do. Well, when you do that, you kill everybody. The souls come back to you. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, exactly. It was a, it was a foolproof plan. It totally wasn't a titty tantrum at all. He was it was perfectly thought out. No one could afford it. A hundred percent. Oh yeah. Definitely. Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. Wink, wink. So yeah. what start? So basically, what the neck, what Nagash was planning to do was he was gonna build his the black the black pyramid of Nagash, rebuild it from when he had it in the world that was, and he was gonna he was using he was doing it using this like really specialized type of building material. I think it was the soul sand, I think, or something like that. No, it was the um the fucking the 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 realm. It's um the realm stone soul soul sand soul sand yeah, yeah. that that's the realm stone that's what it's called yeah that's the realm stone the so um, I, no I thought Chayish. it was I thought it was something else was there's a lot something. of different names of them yeah but we, I thought the one he used to build the black pyramid was like something or another granite no soul or no it, it's it was everything was built with soul sand I believe. Oh, so maybe what I'm thinking of is like he turned the sand into obsidian or something. I don't probably, know. Probably, probably. So, I have the name of the Ozark Bonery for um thing that actually. Carried them. Um... So while Mitchell's looking that up, basically how he harvested the building material to build his Black Pyramid to make his big-ass murder spell was, I'm pretty sure it's called Soul Sand, and he harvested it grain by grain. And he, appoint- yeah. he appointed his premier simp, Arcan the Black, uh, to be the head of that project. So even during, like, 
the age of chaos when fucking the chaos gods were murder fucking everything in existence and in in the in during the soul wars or not soul wars fucking Realm or Realmgate wars when age of sigmar oh. released his kids everywhere like through all of that shit oh. He was always harvesting this sand. Lines of thousands upon thousands upon millions of skeletons in a little perfect anthill line harvesting the sand grain by grain for thousands of years to build this pyramid. I got the name. Noel Myron. Noel, yeah. That's that specific subfaction of Ozark Bone Reapers that went and collected all this sand. Yeah. And so so Arcan was the one who was keeping that, that, that train rolling. So finally... He gets enough of this to build his black pyramid, and basically, it's gonna it's going to be a power catalyst to basically murder everyone in all the realms, and then all of that death would coalesce back into the pyramid, and then just like Nagash would take a spoon and heat it up and put it into a syringe and just shoot that shit into his arm, and he would basically be super bone daddy. Everyone would be dead, and he would be like the supreme bone ruler of of bone world. Bone worlds. Bone worlds. That was the plan. That's not what happened. No. <laughs> because that's never ha- it's never that easy. Because in true Skaven fashion, they fucked the Skaven everything up. Fucked up everything. So ironically. This is why we can't have nice things in the eight realms. Well, you know, rats get in everything. So. Yeah. So ironically, like 99.9% of this plan went off without a fucking hitch. Fucking Korg's calling the gold tide, murdering everything. Rome Gate Wars with fucking golden boys with hammers. Fucking any bullshit that happened during the Age of Myth. Like, literally nothing fucked this up. Somehow, this operation basically went uninterrupted for the entirety of known time for Age of Sigmar. Or ever since Nagash woke up. Like, yeah. it went off without a fucking hitch. He got the shit. He built this pyramid. He was doing the incantations, getting the spell ready. It was good. It was, it was, it was going to be dope. Yeah, like nobody to to give you all an idea of just how like perfectly this plan went off. Nobody realized what Nagash was doing until Nagash started his incantations, and then everybody was like, "Wait a minute, what the fuck's going on in Shaiish?" So, so they like come running in on it, and the Skaven are of course are just like Nahal in the pyramid. <laughs> so so what had happened was the Skaven were like. Let's go fuck with Bone Daddy because oh shit, that's my phone. That's I'm what sorry. That, oh, silent your phone. Airplane I'm sorry. That's what, silence you in the theater. Fucking heathen. I'm gonna beat you with my phone. So I've killed things with this phone, mostly mosquitoes. Well, it's an android, so yeah, it's a fucking brick. Hey, yeah, mosquitoes are big here. So it, this, yeah. so it, it, it attracts the attention of the Skaven. And honestly, the Skaven getting too Shaiish is its own fucking comedic movie of, of colossal fuck-ups. Like, when, <laughs> yeah. when they're first trying to get into Shaiish, they have their little novel, like, yeah, I'm eating my way through reality, and they eat their way into a fucking ocean. <laughs> yeah, and, then they, and they, they drown <laughs> half... I don't know. Here's the best part. is Yeah, so they so like, an ocean, they empty the whole fucking ocean, drowns millions of rats, but that's not it. But no, no, you know where that emptied out into, rat? It's one of the Edenith Deepkins, like, fucking homes. Well, no, no, no. I mean the the, the Skaven city that it emptied out well, into, it, right? It, it's Skaven Blight, or Skaven, whatever the fuck. Yeah, their yeah, capital city. Their capital. And they literally wipe out, like, half the fucking population. And not only that, because... Of course it, it grows back in, like, three months. Because <laughs> it's never just that. Because it's in Shaiish, there was a fuck ton of zombies and skeletons at the bottom yeah. of the ocean who were like, I'm going to Skaven world and just trapeze their ass through this fucking hole and start eating all these Skaven. So that was a whole fucking thing. And then the Edenith were all like, oh shit, our water's gone. Like it was a whole colossal. Because this, like, is, this it, is how the Edenith were um, like they were discovered. Hidden. 
Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they were hidden completely from the gas, and the rats were like, I'm unplugging the drain. And it's like that It's like that scene in those old, like, Tom and Jerry cartoons, or, like, or... Oh, 100%. Cartoons, when, like, some, when, like, something happens, or, uh... Or, no, 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 actually, no. You know what this makes me think of? It makes me think of that reoccurring gag in Family Guy, where, like, Cleveland's house gets destroyed, and he's sitting in the bathtub up on the no, no, he's no, like, no, 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 And then he crashes in the bathtub, breaks, and he's like, God... Damn it. Yeah, no, that is 100% what happened. So, like, the, the whole scenario of them getting to the pyramid is a, is a cascade of fuck-ups. But, so they finally get there, and I, and I kept, I keep thinking it's clandestine. and it's not. It's clan, like, Schneech or some weird fucking... It's, a, it's an off-branch. It's an off-branch. Because Ashton's still a thing in iOS, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's Clan Scryer. It's an offshoot of Clan Scryer. Yeah, oh, all I know is it's one of the... It's, it's, it's not one of the big ones. A clan yeah. gets there, right? And they're like, hmm... Yes, yes, this is a cool tower tower. I'm going to fuck, fuck it up. So they, like, yeah. crawl their ass into this tower. And as far as I if, I, if I remember correctly, this tower wasn't meant for things to be, like, in it. <laughs> so, like... It was also like, the Chaos Corruption. Well, no, so I'll, I'll, so I'll, I'll get there. So they, they start crawling into the tower, like, oh, I wonder what's in here. This could cool as shit. Now there's rats in Nagash's fucking tower. And Nagash is like, mm, I don't know about this. So let's start the spell. And he does his shit. But now there's chaos corrupted Skaven in there, and sure as fuck, the spell starts and they all immediately die. But now there's chaos corruption that is infused with his spell. Because the other thing they they did is they started stealing bits of the tower. Is yeah, that, that, they I, started? They went in there and like, and Nagash had he had some like focusing jewels or something in there to assist with it. Yeah, I believe because it wasn't just Soulstone. There I was some other that's materials why that they were there in the first place. They yeah, and so like the Skaven, and so the Skaven went in and they started stealing shit and removing shit from the pyramid, and they didn't remove very much. But it was the fact that they introduced the chaos corruption. Oh yeah, and they started removing shit from the tower, and so Nagash starts the spell, and he's like, "Yeah, everything's going great." Why can I no longer control this spell? No, yeah, so this fucking spell procs off. And one, it doesn't kill everyone. So, you know. It does work, though. That's Everyone in Trayish fucking dies. That's the first big fuck up is like, not everyone dies. A lot of people die, but not everyone dies. What it does do, it does two two very big things. The first one is. I don't think absolutely everybody in Trayish dies. I don't know the death of the Shaishans. Okay, yeah. I don't know if everybody in Shaish dies, but, like, if you were anywhere near Nagash's tower at the time, you fucking died. Because the the spell did work in the sense that it uh, absorbed a truly massive amount of death I know this for sure not everybody died. It's because... um, I know those fucking Skaven um, Later on, on, the Lumineth come into Shaish to Mm. regain, to, like, re-up hope. In the area, because there's a whole entire thing about, like, death magic and, like, the, um, it's this idea of, like, no hope is you just kind of go into the abyss faster and then you die faster. So not everybody's dead. Oh, morale okay. is a very important thing. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, but the, the point being though is that a very significant portion of the population does die off because they're just too close. Because that the, the the pyramid does work in the sense that it harnesses a truly massive amount of death magic. So and then I'm sorry, but I will. I'm trying to finish I'm up what going I'm saying. To throttle you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. So uh, Nagash does absorb as much of it as he can, but eventually gets to the point where even he's like it's too much, and he leaves. Well, the reason, so that's not exactly why that happens. It's not that he absorbs too much just pure death magic. It's that it's not just death magic. It's, 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 it's changed. Oh, yeah, okay. So what happens is the spell works, kinda, but two big things happen. One, 
the dead start start rising in all of the eight realms in their trillions. Yeah. Like, all eight realms are thrown into utter chaos. There's just dead people fucking everywhere. By the way, um, throughout the entire Necroquake, it just does not stop, by yeah. the way. So when, so when somebody dies, they come back as what would be... As like a night the haunt. Night, the night haunt. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but fun fact as well, night haunt always existed before the Necroquake because people would just be too angry to die. So when they died, they just became a night haunt. Because their will was too strong. But that was before the Mortark actually united it and made it like a functioning army, right? Um, yes, but also with the Necroquake, it was all dead were becoming Night Haunt. It yeah. wasn't just the strong or like the very willed. So um, the dead start rising. And the second, and this is a really big thing because this is actually still prevalent in the tabletop game itself, is the Necroquakes. Well, I mean, I'd say the Night Haunt are pretty prevalent. Well, the, I'm getting to that. <laughs> but it creates endless magic. The spell, Tainted by Chaos, disrupts the winds of magic to such a degree that it, it basically it bolsters magic to such an apocalyptic proportion that magic, to a certain extent, can no longer be controlled. So you'll have these mages like, oh, look, fireball. It's like, why is there a fire hurricane that's not stopping? Oh, look, everyone I know is now dead, including myself. Um, yeah. also, like, that should happen everywhere. Another big mm -hmm. thing is um, it wasn't just magic couldn't be contained as easily. Everybody became a wizard. Like not, yeah, not everybody. A lot of like, people became the people. The just, people who there, were just there would be a slight minute. Um, like you had some magical potency. Yeah, you you already had to have some it, magical potential. But yeah, any like people who were um, baby, already a wizard, baby bitch wizards became good wizards, and good wizards became like stupid wizards. Yeah, and yeah. so like if Balthasar Gelt had been around, he basically could he probably could have ascended to godhood at this point. Yeah, no. So in a really dumbed down version, it just amplified magic to the nth degree and made it a much stronger force to a point where magic was more prevalent, but it was now much harder to control. And it created at least the big spells, were. and it created endless spells. These spells that basically once they were cast. Um, they couldn't be stopped, and they'd almost have a mind of their own. And they would just be like, cool, I made a firestorm, also, and it would just go. And it in, would go until it was stopped. Um, endless, and these endless spells, they also would just pop up out of nowhere. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, if you had too much like magic. Like Tornado Alley. Yeah, yeah. Oxy would be like, you know what? There needs to be some more fire tornadoes here. Boop, and there would be fire tornadoes. Yeah. Yep. And so, that it, it, as, you know, pretty obviously, it caused a bunch of fucking chaos. So, all this happens, and so Nagash is like, fuck it, I'm going to do what I can. Like, this is what I wanted to happen. I don't know why it fucked up, but I'm going to make the best of it. And he, like, basically gets underneath his gigantic magnifying glass of magical bullshit, and the magic starts getting sucked in into himself. He's like, oh, man, this is working out great. This is fantastic. Why does everything hurt? And then he realized that, oh, he's about to die. He is absorbing so much, um, so much potent magic that's not just death magic. It's been, like, twisted and corrupted by chaos rats mm -hmm. and chaos and that like he's gaining power yes but it's not the power he thought it was and he wasn't ready or just flat out not capable of containing this much so he had to remove himself because he was about to die yeah also i believe a lot of the power and a lot of the magic went into the nine books of nagash yes i'm, I'm pretty sure that happened yeah yeah. Um, and so, and the third thing is, as Mitchell was saying, is um, the Necroquakes, it caused the creation, at least for Tabletop, I believe, it created, it caused the creation yeah. of the Night Haunt army. Because Night Haunts are basically, if you were too angry to die, you would kind of pop up as a spirit or uh, as some sort of like specter and just be angry as fuck. But that didn't happen super, super often. But when the dead started to rise in the trillions, as Mitchell was saying, the dead would die, but then come back again 
as night haunt. So now there was so much more of them, they were a much more prevalent force. And Nagash took advantage of this because he basically went to, I, uh, I believe her name is like Lady Olena or, or Olena. Olenor. Oh, Olenor, Lady mm-hmm. Olenor, who Nagash had already fucked over because she was a queen in Shaiish who was basically a huge bitch. And Nagash was like, fuck you, ho. And no, she kept... tried She um, tried to negotiate with Nurgle. Yeah, and Nagash is like, her city. and Nagash is like, not acceptable. Killed her and turned her into a. She specter. also killed her husband. Yeah, she wasn't a good person. Yeah. but she became a Nighthawk technically. And then once yeah. the Nighthawk popped up, Nagash was like, "You know how I murdered you? Get fucked. Now you work for me, and you and you can't say anything about it." So he and she became a new Mort. She became the Mortark of the Night Hunt. And to be fair, Nagash Mortark of grief, grief. Yeah, and Nagash did give her some really cool toys, like one of his one of his hourglasses of fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um. And so it, it was a new force to work for Nagash. So Nagash is sitting here like, well, it didn't work how I wanted, but it did do good things. And I am stronger. And I still hate everyone. So wartime? And all the zombies were like, uh, which he took as yes. And that's what happened. And that, <laughs> and thus started the Soul Wars, which is Nagash just being a dick to everyone. Yep. Yeah. Um. And this. And, and this. Nagash doing Nagash things. Nagash doing Nagash things. And this. And this was the setting for AOS Second Edition. Was Nagash doing Nagash things? And it was. It was. It was a very good season for the pantheon of death. Yes, the singular god of death. Yes. So, um, a bunch of stuff kind of started happening around the same time, but it involved. It, it involved everyone. Uh, ba- uh, basically, I think what it was. Was it was it was chaos versus death versus order because Archeon and Bellacor were involved, um, the Gash and uh, I think almost all of his Mortarks were involved. The Edeneth, the Elves, and the Stormcast were involved. Like it was a huge it, it was a huge war. Yeah. And um and and oh um just to clarify real quick though, uh whenever we talk about like the Necroquake the Necro the Necroquake specifically was the shockwave that was felt across the eight realms whenever Nagash's spell misfired. That's that specifically is what's known as the Necroquake. When the, um, yes, and then what is known after the Necroquake is the Arcane Optimar. Yes, I believe Arcana that's right. Arcana Optimar. Yeah. Arcanum. Um, Arcanum. Yes, yeah, how's that said? Yeah. Arcanum. 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 I will set you on fire. He has a lighter in his hand. I have a cat in my arms. Don't know. The cat can move. It really can't. His legs don't work. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair. Um, Who's your oh, little uh, Actually, um, real quick, while I'm thinking about it, uh, one of our viewers brought up uh, a little confusion that he had, and I thought that this would be a good chance to address it. Uh, so, the warp. We occasionally use the warp in this podcast. Uh, and that's not really accurate. The warp is very much a 40k thing, and that's our yeah. yeah. Uh, we we are very much 40k nerds, or at least we started out as 40k nerds. So we will occasionally use like kind of the warp to talk about the realm of chaos. The two are not interchangeable. Yeah. Um. Something to They're note similar, as well. Similar but not the same. Yeah. Um. In 40k, there is the warp and also the realm of chaos. Because the realm of chaos is where the chaos gods live inside the warp, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Whenever, if, we're going to try and be better about not calling anything the warp in Sigmar, but if we ever refer to the warp, generally what we're referring to is the realm of chaos as a general whole, but the warp is not a thing in Age of Sigmar. Wizards do not draw their power from their warp, the wizards draw their power from the winds of magic of each realm. So if you're in, like, Akshi, for instance, the winds of magic tends more towards fire magic, so fire magic is easier. 
uh, and that kind of thing. Um, and I then the chaos gods themselves. And I don't know if I would be correct at the moment, so I'll be hesitant to say it. Mm-hmm. But I'm well, pretty this sure this is a safe space, Mitchell. Say it. I'm pretty sure a lot of the magic still comes from the realms of chaos. When the realms are chaos, when the realms of chaos open up, when demons pour through, it definitely affects magic. It bolsters it to the nth degree because demons in, in AOS still have that um, 40k energy where it's like they can't really exist super well if they don't have a direct connection yeah. to the, to the um, realms of chaos. So when the demons tear, tear, tear through the, the veil of reality, there is pure, unadulterated magic pouring through. So it does affect magic, but it's not like where in 40k where it's like a psyker. If you're using psychic spell, psychic green, it literally has to come from the warp, and yeah. that is it. Yeah, there yeah, is magic in the in the world of realms, and there is magic in the age of chaos. In the realm of chaos, and when they meet, it creates a, a very powerful vortex of magic. Yeah. So like, whereas in whereas in forty k, man, uh, psychic powers are very much like I am using my for, my sheer force of will to draw power from the warp. In Age of Sigmar, it's much more like the power is around me, and I, as a wizard, can bind it to my will. And then chaos, the realm of chaos, is a very well, magically potent realm. So if a gate opens up into the realm of chaos, then it makes not- magic. It, it does have an effect on magic, but it's still, not exactly the you same. Still do, you can still use um, the... Sh- like. Sh- do I have cat hair on my... You have cat hair in your turn. Oh, nice. Um, you can still use Shaiushin magic in Azir. Yeah, yeah, you can. It's just harder. Um, because the, the winds of I magic say it's towards... I wouldn't say it's harder. Oh, it's powerful. It's just... If you're using the magic in your realm, it's mm. just amplified that much more. Yeah, that's probably a better death way of stating it. Death magic and Shaiish is going to be stronger than death magic anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. That's probably a better way of stating it then. Um, but yeah, we just want to go ahead and make that clarification because we were we were kind of sitting there thinking about it. We were like, yeah, we haven't really made that distinction very clear. And we don't want to get people confused. We're trash. We just <laughs> suck. suck. Hey! Um, anywho, so... And also something he's talking about the Necroquakes where it was the shockwave... The shot hurled around the world, so to speak. <laughs> um, that the Necroquakes are not part of the Soul Wars themselves. They are basically the herald of the war, but they yeah. are not part of the wars. It, themselves. It's the event. It's the event that gets this shit started. So, one of the first. Um, Would you like to talk about the Arcanum or Arcanum Optimar first? Because that's a really big thing that was caused by the Necroquakes. I'm going to let you do it because I don't. I don't know as much about that as I, oh, as I should. Oh, um, so. If I remember correctly, because all my information that I now remember... Um, <laughs> you is, read two weeks ago in preparation for this, and then you took a week break. <laughs> and I completely read other information for later on in the episode. Yeah, um, I feel that. Uh, it's... I'm gonna... Um, He's gonna pull up his cheat sheet of his computer well, sitting right there. There is a lot of effects <laughs> that go through this. Yeah, um, no, no, I, I'm, I'm giving you shit, but, like, I understand. Um... A lot of things happen in Soul Wars. Yeah. Well, a lot of things happen in the Arcanum Optimar specifically. Yeah. Um, so when I say Soul Wars, I'm, I'm kind of lumping at everything in general. There's just lots of shit that happens. Yeah, so this is, just, just, just to give you a quick overview, y'all, uh, this is very much going to be like Realm Gate Wars. There's a lot of small shit that happens, but we're trying to keep it more generalized and like big picture. Two Soul Wars. Yeah. Um, um, just to, just yeah. know that in the Arcanum Optimar, wizards become mega wizards. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, the, yeah. the Arcanum um, Optimar, that's when magic, that, that's when the endless yeah, spells and magic but, takes a massive shit. But yeah. the study of magic amplifies. Because so, it's so much more So powerful. many more people are going through and they're wanting to know about magic, how to control it, why, what's what's the cause of this stuff like that. Yeah, the study okay, of the Arcanum magic. Optimar is where AOS, they stop being devout Christians, they start being hardcore pagans. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, more no, or less. the the Arcanum uh, Optimar is very much like, oh, you you studied magic like kind of as a hobby. Cool, you're now studying magic full time because it is it is now very much in your interest to learn this shit. Well, because there would be cities that would basically come to the brink of destruction because these endless spells would be like yeah. mm-hmm. going to kill them all, and like the the amount of power and knowledge it would take to capture an endless spell and either stop it or bind it to your will was fucking massive. And when the Arcanum Optimar, there's enough happened, information here that we can do a episode about it. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. So basically, the short and skinny of it is. Uh, the Arcanum Optimar is specifically referring to whenever we get endless spells and whenever basically little baby wizards become full-fledged wizards and full-fledged wizards turn into, like, demigods of and, magic. yeah, old-ass people who are like, I've been studying magic my entire life and I know everything about it. Or like, holy shit, I don't know a goddamn thing. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Anyway, so it just opens up whole new fields of study, and like the endless spells become a whole new different thing to cover. But yeah, we will go. We will go ahead and make another video specifically on the Arcanum Optimar. We record these on video. Shut up and stab you with a throat, Mitchell. I will stab you with my tiny little screwdriver. Oh no, they will see my nipples. Bro, you wear a shirt more than both me and Cersei combined. Don't even joke about that. Let's keep going. They're so hairy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we really didn't need none of that. Or are they? Dun, dun, dun. You will never know. Well. Unless you... No, just shot. We're done. We're done. Don't say. We're 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 not going anywhere. I will stab you, Mitchell. (laughs) Okay, episode over. Have a great night, guys. We're gonna fucking bow because Mitchell's getting weird. See, it's okay when you and I do it, Jacob, but when he does it, nah, fuck that Mitchell's shit. Mitchell's the pure one. This is this is awkward for me. Um, so one of the first battles that happened was the uh, the siege of ruin. So Nagash has a bit of a bone to pick with Skaven, you know, for reasons <laughs> that we, you know, yeah, pyramid death aggravation but also Skaven doing Skaven when things. the Skaven died, the Great Horn Rat basically has its own little like pocket dimension where Skaven go when they die. And I don't know if it's a paradise or if it's fucking torture porn. Whatever happens in it's, there. It's paradise to Skaven. It's, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're forgetting a really, really important thing that happened right before this. Oh. It was the release of the 55 Sacrosanct Chambers. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and yeah, and I do actually know about this. Yeah, because we covered this in Stormcast Eternals. Okay, so, quick, rev- quick review. Um, so, whenever... Uh, whenever the Necroquake happens in Magic, and this is kind of part of that Arcanum Optimar time time frame, uh, but basically the Sacrosanct Chambers initially had been a non-militant order. They'd been around specifically to help with the reforging process for the Six Smiths. Like, that's all they did. But then this happens, and the Necroquake happens, and the Arcanum Optimar happens, and Sigmar releases the... Uh, sacrosanct chambers from their duties uh, at the Sigmarobulum, if I Something remember? Something Sigmar-related in Yeah, exactly. Yes. The, Sigmar the, count. Ping! <laughs> exactly. Uh, but no, he releases them from their duties as part of the reforging process to send them out into the world to start learning more about magic and trying to discover if, maybe, because of the Arcanum Optimar... Uh, they can find a solution to the reforging issue. Because if you remember, back a couple episodes ago, uh, every time a, a Stormcast is reforged, they lose a small piece of their soul. So and that's they, bad. Yeah, and so they sent the uh, well, Sacrosanct Chambers also, out to see if they can find a solution. Well, also, during the ne- after the Necroquake, uh, 
Nagash Starts claimed stealing. all claimed all the souls of the dead. Yeah, and no. so now, and so now there was already this issues this, with. This also includes chaos. Chaos and Stormcast. So yeah. uh, there was already an issue with the reforging process, but now there's even a, an even bigger issue as Nagash is now taking his piece of the pie. So yeah, because now when now, now when Stormcast died, it's not just being reforged causes issues. When when Stormcast died, Nagash siphons off a little piece of their soul, which is now amplifying the problem they already had. Yep. Um. So yeah. So that happens. And so then, now the so siege of ruin. Siege of ruin. Um. So Nagash is like. These fucking rats are mine, and I take great offense to them not yeah, being mine. Yeah, because he hadn't been interested in the rats before this, had he? I don't know if he had or hadn't, but they fucked his shit up, and now he definitely was. And why I love the Siege of Ruin so goddamn bad is literally the entire siege is just Nagash having his fucking bajillion fucking skeleton zombies scurrying down rat holes to murder Skaven and suck their souls up with skeleton vacuum cleaners. <laughs> It's basically what it is. They're just trying. They're just down there, and they're killing Skaven, and they're sucking them into these weird little devices they made to contain their soul, so that the Great Horn Rat can't claim them. They're basically reverse soul gems from from Eldar and Forty K. Um, nice. Also, I would say that they're reaping their bones because of the Ozark Bone Reapers are there as well, and that's a lot of bones because they will literally reforge the bone into a Bone Reaper. <coughs> Like an Ozark Bone Reaper. Mm-hmm. That this goes on later on about how like when the when they got the old like Elven bones, that was some juicy guys to build. <laughs> but yeah, no. So Elder bones. It's it's kind of short and sweet, but it's just Nagash vacuum cleaning rats into his little um semi uh, little orbs of uh, death magic juice that he was like, oh yes, these these are mine now, because you know, Skaven die and they don't go to him, and that's a fucking problem. Apparently. <clears throat> And, oh. and, and that's more or less what happens with the Siege of Ruin. Yeah. Um, the And the, the next big, and this is actually a very important part in Soul Wars, is the Siege, oh, yeah. the siege of Sorrow. Is So when the Necroquakes ha- when the Necroquake happened um, and the dead started to rise, it busted open some Storm Vaults. And Storm Vaults are where Sigma would keep um, artifacts of power and things of the like that are too powerful to be destroyed, but also too powerful to be used. Yeah. So he'd lock them in these storm vaults so no one would ever fuck with them because it would just cause too many problems. Well, and, the- <clears throat> and on top of that, he would put like a, a Castellan, like a full-blown Castellan, in charge of each one of these storm vaults. So like there'd be a Castellan for like a fortress, and there'd be a Castellan for the storm vault under that fortress because they were that important. And so there was the city. It was the free city. I believe its name was Lelitus or Lettuce. Lettuce. Lethus. I think it's Lethus. Um, it's one of Sigmar's free yeah. cities. Lethus. And Nagash is like, mm, reveals nipples. I'm going to go get that city because there was a storm vault down oh, there. We were really nipple heavy on this episode. And a, yeah, no, you just were talking about None of y'all bitches are touching my nipples. <laughs> get the fuck away from me. But um, there was a storm vault down in that city that Nagash uh, wanted. So he, uh, so he sent um, the Mortark of Grief with the newly forged Nighthaunt army to go siege the city. And you know there there was a castle in there. There were stormcasts. Like the city was well defended. And when the siege when the siege first started, it was going pretty good. Like they were they were fighting them off, and it wasn't too wasn't too problematic. But then the city itself was betrayed by some fire slayer mercenaries, fucking dwarves, and that allowed the um, night haunt and the mortar of grief to get into the city. Well, um, you're forgetting the entire. Um... Flesh Eater Court to protect the city as well. 
Uh, that happened that, later. That didn't happen until they're already in the city. Yeah. Oh. So they get in the city, and shit's not going well. And um, the flesh eater courts come, and they start fighting the night haunt because the flesh eater courts have they have their. We haven't, we haven't gone over in like detail, but the flesh eater courts they're very much a Shaitan army, but they hardcore have delusions. So like the flesh eater courts who are like horrific ghoul people that eat flesh and decaying meat and shit, they think they're like knights in shining armor, and then they're all they have chivalry and they're these beautiful people, and they fight to protect it's, the weak and whatnot. It's really very heavily hinted at the Bretonia. Yeah, it's very heavily hinted at that they that this is what happened to the Bretonians who survived the uh, the the world that was. And now they've been like so heavily corrupted that they've turned into the ghouls. Um, straight up. Yeah, they've turned into ghouls, but they're still their corruption affected their minds so much that they still think that they're Bretonians and they still think they're very much these chivalrous knights in shining armor yeah. who do everything for the people. But yeah, no, the the fact of the matter is they are horrendously fucked. And uh, so they, they actually come down and they defend the uh, city of um, Lethus. Um because they're delusional. They're like, we're, 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 we're this city's knight in shining armor, and we're going to protect the people. And I, they, they do. They do defend the city. But I think they also kind of start killing people in the city on top of it because, you know, they're crazy. But that does kind of start halting the process of taking the city over from the Night Haunt. But then Sigmar is like, nah, this vault cannot be taken. So he sends in Mac Daddy himself, the Celestine Prime. Yep. And it doesn't go well. No. So the Cells and Prime is he he starts pushing back the Night Hunt pretty well. Yep. And because you know, the Cells and Prime is fucking plot armored OP. But then um Mortarga Reef is like, you see, I have this hourglass that the gash gave me. It's on her model too. And um I'm gonna fucking murder you with it. And I think she just like yeets it at him or something yep. along those lines. And basically, they get, the cells and prime gets hit by it, and he starts like decaying. His armor starts rusting. His weapons start falling apart. And these these are the thi- thrice blessed uh, armament of the stormcast. Like they should not be susceptible to this kind of magic. And I think even the cells and prime himself has even has even better war gear than yeah. Well, he's war. carrying Galmaraz. He's carrying the hammer of yeah, Sigmar. which gives him like a which gives him like some of Sigmar's divinity, and it like does not fucking matter. So Sigmar has to like get him the fuck out of there because he's like about to die. And and I reverse lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah, the reverse lightning bolt, which is an amazing thing when you really think about it, is because you think about the Celestine Prime being such an amazing and unbeatable well, character. Well, yeah, the Celestine Prime is supposed to be like in terms of like. Uh, like plot wise and things like that, he's supposed to be the answer to Archeon. Like he's supposed to be orders Archeon to a certain extent. I will disagree because Archeon is Chaos's Sigmar. I will say that <laughs> uh, okay, no, yeah, this is no, what I will say. Sigmar fair. wants the Celestine Prime to be his answer to Archeon, but realistically, the only answer to Archeon would be probably fucking Sigmar himself. Yeah. Um, Either that or like. Nagash, if he actually, you know, no, didn't fuck Archeon's up. already. I think Archeon's actually already killed Nagash like twice. That's because that's what started the soul, like the very the Necroquakes, and Nagash got like resed again. And he was like, time to fuck some shit up. So like, oh yeah, that's right. Nagash's already been killed once or twice, but yeah. Nagash never actually dies. Uh, but it's it shows like, Celestine Prime. There are stakes to be played at here. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and, and to be fair, the Celestine Prime does do his job. He goes ham as fuck, but. Yeah, no, Nagash's power is terrifying, and basically he he got hit with basically a blast as if Nagash was there himself because those little hourglasses that he has are are very potent. Yeah. So the cells and prime gets removed, and but but between the cells and prime being there when he was there, and the flesh eater courts, and the resistance in the city, the night haunt do get pushed back. 
And so they're like running to the storm vault, like, oh my God, let's go check out the storm vault, make sure it's good. But it's already too late. That storm vault is already opened. And why this storm vault was so important was it, it contained a very particular soul that the Gash wanted badly. And that soul is, I think it's Orpheus Catacross. Yes. Orpheus Catacross, probably one of the most proficient sword fighters to and ever exist not, and a master tactician. Yes. Like, if you remember in the one of the past episodes we actually did, he is so good at sword fighting, he, he was going toe-to-toe with Archeon himself. The only reason why... And this was before he was dead. This was when he was still mortal, right? No, this no. This happened in Soul Wars. Oh, yeah. no, that's right. We, we, had, to, we had to bring Wars, it up because it was part of Archeon's yeah. lore. Yeah, 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 but yeah, no, like, right. realistically, like, so the reason why Catacross died, we'll go over again later in a little bit, but, like, the, his fucking Archeon's dragon horse demon combo fucking hybrid um, fucked him up and it gave Archeon an opening to stab him. Yeah, and realistically, right. even if the horse wasn't there, Archeon probably would have still won because it's fucking Archeon. But the fact that he was even able to stand toe-to-toe with Archeon yeah. just at all is mind-blowing. Yeah, because remember, that's not his true power is his sword skill. His true power is his tactician. Yeah, and, and the like fact that he's still such a good swordsman, even with it not being his main like offensive weapon, it, it's stupid as fuck. And yeah. you have to remember, Archeon has all of his war gear and whatnot, yep. and it still didn't mean a fuck, basically. Yep. So, Catacross gets brought into Nagash, and he's all, he's like a, he is immediately like, Hey Nagash, can I please suck your penis? And, um... That's what happens because Nagash is very much like like the second he gets to Nagash is like you you're taking the eight points and if you remember the eight points was the all points that was like basically a door to uh, to every realm that got taken by it's chaos. Like its own realm in its own. Yeah, it is the nexus of travel. If if when it's not when it wasn't taken over from chaos by chaos, it was the nexus of travel to all to all the mortal realms and it was basically in its own pocket dimension. But Nagash was like that needs to be mine. And Catacross, you're going to fucking take it. And he immediately made Catacross a Mortark, I think, of the OCR, Bone Reapers, right? Yes, yep. he, yeah. he is. Yeah. yeah he, he's, he's the, he is the Celestine Prime of the Bone Reapers. So let's count real fast. This is still this is still like the beginning, kind of middle of Soul Wars. And this is what's happened so far. Trillions that have, rose, have been risen. Nagash has been powered up by his magic, by his magic double-A batteries. Uh, magic has, in general, just gone fucking insane, so it's even more potent. We have seen not only a new army of death be created that is subservient to Nagash, we've seen two 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 more Mortarks be created as well. One of which is basically the Celestine Prime. Yeah. Yep. So things are going pretty fucking good for Nagash so far. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, Nagash is getting ready to fuck. Like, the beginning of this war is going great. <clears throat> for now. When I get to it, you're going to see all, all things fall apart. <laughs> yep. In true um, Nagash fashion. Yes, um... But like, also, the funny thing is, is like a lot of it, not even the Ash's fault. <laughs> no, yeah, no, he, it's the Mortark's fault. Yeah. Um, but also, no, in 2.0, Age of Sigmar 2.0, these were the two new armies to be introduced. Because yeah, those was, were the new armies. Where yes. I think in third edition right now, the only new army is um, Cruel Boys. Cruel Boys, which means which arguably isn't a new army. It's really just more like a new it, faction for faction. Orc. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, like it, 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 is, it is a new army. Don't get me wrong, but like. It's kind of not. As a player of Cruel Boys, you're it, they're not great because you have to build them a certain way. I'm going it. to assume There's that... Not a, they don't have enough yet to really get some flexibility. I'm going to assume that when the Night Haunt and the OCR Bone Reapers came, they had a lot more unit selection, a lot more options, and a lot more availability than the, the as far as army creation than Cruel Boys have. Because Cruel Boys, you basically have to go hardcore crossbows, right? 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. The, the other thing about Cruel Boys, though, is that Cruel Boys lend themselves very much to uh, playing with war clans or... Well, I think that kind of goes uh, hand in hand. Fight. I think that kind of goes hand in hand with how Destruction's been in general. Because Destruction's always been kind of like, you put a little bit of everything in there because... No. Because um, the Orc War Clan, going in a complete side tangent, Orc War Clans... Um, Cruel Can Boys... Can Cruel... Oh, that's your foot. That's Sorry. my foot. Cruel Boys are very weird because... A lot of destructions about raw power, even Gloom Spike gets. Yes, it's it's raw power in numbers. Mm, horde, or, just or, pure horde. Um, ogres are just raw power plus like something else. Orc War Clans is like I'm gonna go smash. The, the ogres are very much like I stay. Yeah, <laughs> like they, they don't move they, very they fast, but die. they hit hard and they don't die. Um, Orc War Clans, they're just I'm gonna move. I'm gonna go smash. I'm gonna kill. Yeah. Cruel boys are very strange. What? I get to move twice and charge? What? Uh, that, oh, they they are very strange because they just... They're supposed to be the smart man orcs. But you're so limited in what you can do. Like yeah. if you're not running and, if you're not running hardcore crossbows, kind of like, yeah. what are you doing? Hobgrots needed to be battle line. But they're not battle line. Nope. Yeah. I'd be willing to bet they're going to do something. Dude, but like, you were so you pissed when them. you found out. Because I remember, I think I was there in the store when you found out they weren't battle line because um, the dude that was teaching you was like, no, yeah, look, they don't have the keyword. And you were like, but that's total garbage, though. And he was like, yep. And then I just saw this man, like, I saw his soul drain from his body. Yep. But we're continuing um, to back this old wars. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the, so the, so the the entire battle for getting Cat across, that was the Siege of Sorrow. And basically the whole point of that was to get Cat across. It was never to capture the city or or to weaken Sigmar's hold or anything. It was just to get Cat across. Tell um, me more. And so I don't know where this plays in with the Book of Teclos and whatnot, but I do know the, 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 the first big battle that Catacross was a part of was the Siege of the Eight Points. And this was a very yeah. important battle. Oh, um, yeah. Um, just note... All like all these three events that are happening are kind of the same time as Blue they're Tackles, all right? for the two these two more talks. The other three events that are happening are for the other three more Wait, talks. Before, before we get into the siege of the eight points, because that was a that was kind of like the that was like the culmination of like good things happening for Nagash before like shit started to go hella 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 wrong. Um, let's um if um let's go ahead and get into like the book of, uh, the book of Teclas because I don't know as much about that as uh, Phil and Mitchell do. It's for the bro- broken uh, Mitchell <laughs> for, for broken rooms, yeah. So I'm gonna go and pass the mic for a sec because um Mitchell's gonna know more than I do about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just gonna start. It's called um Act One: The War of Empires. Um, so really, all you need to know about this one is, so during the Soul Wars. It was lasting way too long for what it should have been because it's not like it's just like whoo five minutes and everything is done. These are like sieges that are taking years to get done yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, these are not short events. They are long. Like there's events. not a whole lot of lore for them because very much like the siege happened and then, and then like they got in and then this happened. And that's basically it. But like the siege part of you it could, was like years and you years. could reasonably write like a book, if not two books, off of each one of these events. Or, yeah, you should be able to. Yeah. Um, But, so, Teclis and his Luminous Realm Lords, they're very, like, uh, they were in the old war, old world. They were very isolationist. They're like, we're not going to mess with anything. Everything is going to, like, we're going to stay in our little own place. And just to be very clear, the Luminous Realm Lords, that's basically just the High Elves. Yes. Yeah, they had their island in the world that was in Ulthuan, and that's kind of where they stayed. Yeah. 
Um, and he's like, well, this is taking a little too long, and Nagash is doing something that I don't like. So he decided to actually go invade um, Shaish. Elven imperialism. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, like, okay, real quick though. Can we talk about the fact that, like, elves in almost every fantasy setting are like, we're isolationists because everyone else is below us. Like, yeah, I just want some motherfucking, like, no, fuck you, we're better than you, we're taking your shit. I want imperialist elves, like I mean, like what we're getting here in Age To a certain extent, the Wild Hunt, which in Witcher 3. Okay, they but were... those, like, almost aren't even elves to a certain extent. Like, no, those are 100% no, elves. No, they're 100% elves, but they're, like, they're very much, like... Yeah, okay. Yeah, I suppose that's But they're right. very much like, we are elves, we are better than you, and there's something we want, and in this world, we're gonna go fuck shit up until we find it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, the Night Hunt were actually attacking a city. I forget what city it was in Shayish, um, mm-hmm. because this is what I was bringing up the point that the, the Night, Night Hunt were attacking, or the Luminous Throne Wars were attacking? The Night Hunt. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, this is the entire point I was bringing up, that everybody died. Yeah. Um, so, there was this city, um, they were being attacked by the Night Hunt, and then, um, but there was some... Lumineth that were around just to kind of like be around there for some stupid reason. Like scouts or something like that. Um, And a lot of people were very iffy about the Lumineth. Um, They're like, I don't like... Well, because they hadn't seen a bunch of them. They were still very very new to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because even though they weren't necessarily like classical isolationists, they were still very much like, we do our stuff, you don't get involved in our stuff. Well, I think even at this point, hadn't the Lumineth been created still pretty... they They were still pretty new... No, because they were created in the Age of Myth. Yeah. Um, like, they'd been they're, around. They're, they were they're just, just... They're heavy isolationists. Like, imagine Japan isolationists. Gotcha. Um, yeah. They're still in playing the world power, but it's just... They, they just, just hardly ever saw them outside their lands. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and there's actually a really neat story about how people mistrust them so much. And there was an Advent City guard who actually hated hated them. And they abducted, abducted him. Abducted? Abducted? Abducted. Abducted. Um, <laughs> And they mind wiped him. They mind wiped the Lumineth? No, they mind wiped the city guard, and made him love the Lumineth. So it actually is like a propaganda propaganda campaign in order so the city would be more open to the Lumineth. That's hilarious. Um, but so the city is being attacked, and then your big boy Teclis comes out of nowhere and like with an entire Lumineth army. You know what? This boy, t- what are y'all doing to my cat? I'm scratching his pen. <laughs> And he and he licked my arm. Um. Oh gosh. Um. How? <laughs> please stop. He looks so scared. Going back to this, all you need to know is that they're fighting in Shayish, and the entire purpose for them to fight in Shayish is not to actually win. They're not hitting. They're not trying to take land. What they're trying to do is give people hope. That way, that they don't give in to the despair, like. They don't, yeah, they don't, they don't fall to despair and fall to undeath as easily. Yes. So, because um, if you fall into despair, you actually die quicker. Um, and there was this really cool scene. I think of like, like, like the land itself, like it leeches your life from you, right? Like when the, when the land is saturated with the death magic, it actually leeches your life force. It also has to do with this entire idea of magic balls in the sky that Nagash put up. And I forget what they're called at the moment. Um, if I can find it real quick. Uh... Uh, no, I cannot find it. But um, big, big old balls of death in the sky that are leeching life pretty oh, much. Oh, yeah, I remember those. I forget what they're Hot. called. 
Yeah. But I'm, yeah, I'm assuming was, yeah. he put those up after um, after the failed spell, right? Yes. Yeah. It's to gain more power as well. Yeah. Um, it's the idea of like when you die, your soul goes to that. Yeah. And, um, and having low morale basically means that those things will kill you, will kill you faster. Yes. Um, so the Illuminati are trying to up bring up morale and be like, hey, there are people here so inspire hope. Teclis comes to save the city. Teclis apparently has the magic to resurrect the dead. So when he's fighting the Night I Hunt... I mean, he is Big Daddy Caster. When he was fighting the Night Hunt, he chose to fly into the air, resurrect the Night Hunt that were chasing after him in the sky, and then, <laughs> then they fell to the ground and died again. <laughs> wow. That's oh, a dick fucking a move. Fucking, oh my god, I'm alive in here! Oh, fuck. <laughs> Scratched. Oh, look, I'm back to being a Night Hunt. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but overall, the entire idea of this is um, is very arrogant of the elves. <laughs> we must inspire hope, everyone. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Um, it's because they were doing this because it kind of seemed like they were doing it for themselves, not for everybody else. Um, also, they took out... They were trying to take out Asya. I cannot get into this because there's like nine different pages for my entire part that I... All you need to know about the invasion of Ostia is this is where the Ozark Bone Reapers first originate. There's three statues. They cut out mount. Um, these statues came alive. Cut mount. Cut out the floating mountains that were the um, Lumina the Realm Lords were on. <laughs> and they cut them out of the sky because these um, statues became life because they're bones. And. At the end of this battle, it was such a Pyrrhic victory because they're like, yeah, we destroyed the the statues. The Ozirak Bone Reapers. dead. Ozirak Bone Reapers are like, yeah, many have, but we still outlasted them and we got your bones now. Yeah. <laughs> we have the bones. And so they just remake the statues. They get the elven bones, which are so much more potent when it comes to building Ozirks. Yeah, because isn't it... Don't the Ozirks have a thing where, like, the, the more... Like, the stronger your race was in life, the stronger the creation you make in death. I think so. Um, but for whatever reason, the elves are potent. Elves have potent bones. Also, Teclis put down a ward of some sort that just canceled out all Shaiish magic in, that, in, the, in its own realm. <laughs> wow. He, well, he is Big Daddy well, Caster. Well, Teclis, not only is he Big Daddy Caster, he is a god. He is one of the few, he's one of the gods that you have model-wise. He's not Sigmar god, he is active god. Like, he yeah. goes down there and fucks shit up. Yeah. Uh, but the entire purpose of this is also, uh, Nagash was taking the souls of the Lumineth, mm -hmm. and it showed that the elves had a other god to fear other than Slanesh when it came to death. Yeah, because they're very much like, we, we freed these souls from Slanesh. They need to stay with us. And the gash is like, no, 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 not in my house. Yeah. And then the next thing we'll hit is the War of the Mortarks, which you should cover the War of Eight Points first before I go into the War of Mortarks. All right. So the Siege of the Eight Points is... Frankly, exactly what it sounds like. It is the siege of the eight points. It's, it's Nagash's attempt to take the eight points so he would control the nexus of travel, which would then further his invasion into the other eight realms. The problem with that is that the eight points is where Archeon sleeps, and uh, yeah, no, if you fight Archeon, you lose automatically. But luckily for Nagash, Archeon had, had fucked off because he was trying to figure out where Slanesh was so that he could free Slanesh from its cave, from, from the cage that the elves had locked it in. And so Nagash is like, I'm going to take my brand new Mortark, who is OP as fuck, and my Mortark of Grief, who has all my spooky ghost boys, 
And we're going to go fuck shit up. So, Catacross sends in the Night Haunt and the Mortar of Grief. I'm, I'm calling her the Mortar of Grief because I, I constantly forget her name. It's Lady Olenor. Lady Olenor. Uh, they are the vanguard. They crash into the Eight Points and they fight and they start fucking shit up. And they cause a bunch of ruckus. And they very heavily damage the garrison that is at the Eight Points. Um, specifically so, when Cat... What the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Cool. Gotcha. I was just very confused. You for have a second. anything to contribute? <laughs> Not at this moment. Okay. And, and <laughs> so, I mean, I do, I do actually know what we're talking about. I'm just so, so letting letting Cersei do his thing. Lady Olenor. Lady Olenor. Olenor. Lady Olenor and the Night Haunt. They they're the vanguard. They go and they're fighting and um, they're fucking shit up. And Catacross very much uses them to weaken the standing army at the eight point. So he comes in with his OCR Bone Reapers. And that's when shit really hits the fan for Chaos. So Catacross comes in with Bone Reapers, and they just start fucking shit up. Catacross, like, I think there were, I think there were actually two Lords of Chaos at the eight points, and Catacross kills both of them by himself. No, I think one was stated to one wanted to run away, the other wanted to stay. Well, I know he killed at least one. He killed yeah. the one that was like guarding Archeon's so, throne. So the one that stayed is the one that died because of Catacross. Catacross fucking Catacross. just annihilated And the him. one that ran away, Archeon got so pissed at him, he was like, no, you just deserve to die now. Yeah, that sounds that sounds, uh, that sounds like a very Archeon response. But no, so Catacross walks up. He, he slays the Lord of Chaos who is commanding the army at the eight points. And between Catacross and the Oceark Bone Reapers and Lady Olenor and the Night Haunt, they... <laughs> to be completely blunt, they fucking annihilate the eight points. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they had taken it. And in, like, the biggest, in, like, absolute biggest, dickest energy, Catacross goes to Archeon's throne and fucking sits in it. Like, he he, he kills Lord of Chaos, who's protecting the throne, and sits in that chair, and he's like, man, this bitch comfy as shit. And, oh, yeah. And they had effectively taking the eight points and like the and the night hounds got pretty fucked up but that's because like, that was the, their entire that objective. was their entire purpose like basically the ocr bone reapers were the were, were the main hard hitting one and our, and and Catagross is like how do i keep my heavy hitters as fresh as possible for when the retaliatory army comes ghosty boys who don't actually kind of die and so L lady Eleanor and her army were pretty fucked up but the bone reapers were relatively unscathed yeah, that was kind of the big deal about the battle for the eight points. Is chaos was like, yeah, we can repel the night haunts. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be and fine. And then bone zombies. What came. are those walking bones doing here? <laughs> um. So and what's funny is if you ever if if you actually look on the Lexicanum for um like the Soul Wars, it's like um uh, pantheon of order, uh, heavy casualties. Pantheon of Death, Heavy Casualties, Pan uh, Pantheon of Chaos, Very Heavy Casualties. And I think, like, one of the only really big battles that Chaos was involved in was the Siege of the Eight Points. It's just that Catacross fucking murdered everyone. Yeah. yeah. Catacross, like, unequivocally wins. And then Archeon shows up. Yeah, and then Archeon's like, wait a minute, I feel so, a little disturbance in the force. So Archeon shows up with his Vanguard because he was like, fuck, my home. Varengard. Varengard, yeah. And, um... So Archeon shows up, and that's when shit obviously hits the fan because it's fucking Archeon. We've gone over this. The boy can't lose, but you guys plot armor. armor. Um, so he Ar Archeon starts 
coming up and cutting through the OCR. Today his army's fucking the OCRs up, and he actually comes. He's he's approaching Catacross himself. And Archeon had his vanguard. They called the Varengard. He said Varengard. Yes. He had his. He had the Varengard, which were like his attendants and his warriors that followed him around. And Catacross was like. Fuck your warriors, fuck their shoes, fuck their armor, fuck their swords, fuck your gods. And he basically wandigs everyone there but Archeon. He single-handedly kills Archeon's entire Varengard, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And then he starts... At least, at least his, his personal honor guard, anyway. And he engages Archeon in melee combat and doesn't get annihilated. He actually stands his ground. More or less, yeah. which is a fucking huge thing, because once again, Catacross's main weapon is his tactical genius. His swordsman skip, while fucking ridiculously powerful, is not his main weapon. And he is standing toe-to-toe with Big Boy Archon himself, with the Slayer of Kings, and the Armor of Morkar, and the fucking Eye of Sheeran, the fuck it's called, and all other all, all of his other bullshit war gear. And he isn't winning, but he's not necessarily losing either. Unfortunately, Archeon's bullshit horse of demons and dragons and all the other horse shit comes in and starts fighting Catacross as well. And that's when um, Catacross reveals an opening to, uh, to um, Archeon. Archeon fucking stabs him with the Slayer Kings and that kills him. Uh, but Nagash remakes, remakes Catacross, which realistically shouldn't even be possible because he's killed the Slayer of Kings, but did it anyway. And while Catacross still bears like the wound from Slayer of Kings and the pain it and the pain that it brings, which shouldn't happen because then he goes a new body, but realistically it's because Archeon like wounded his soul, he didn't die. And that's a big thing because the Slayer of Kings can kill gods. Yeah. Like theoretically, if the Slayer of Kings struck down Sigmar, Sigmar theoretically would die. That's that's why whenever uh, back in the Age of Chaos, when Archeon tricked uh, Sigmar into chunking Galmaraz, uh, or yeah, tricked Sigmar into throwing Galmaraz into a portal, uh, Sigmar was like, yeah, no, I'm done here, peace. Yeah. Because he knew he, he had no chance against Archeon if he didn't have Galmaraz with him. So Catacross dies, and, and while Archeon is dealing with um, the, the Oceanarchs, um, the Night Haunt, they're they're running. They're like, fuck, we're out. We're super fucked up. We're getting the fuck out of here. They don't make it out because Bellacor shows up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bellacor shows up with the disciples of Bellacor, and they massacre the Night Haunt. And yep. Bellacor himself 1v1s Lady Olenor and fucking annihilates her. And this is and this right here, if I remember correctly, is the start of Broken Realms. Like Bellacor's reappearance in like the Battle of Eight Peaks. This I believe is broken, so. Yeah. Battle of Eight Points. Sorry, not Eight Peaks. Um, I've been playing too much Total War recently. And what, what's funny is the whole reason why Bellacor was there in the first place. And correct me if I'm wrong, because you know, but I'm pretty sure the big reason why Bellacor is there is Bellacor basically follows Archeon around to one up him because he thinks that the fact that Archeon is the War Master is bullshit. And literally every single time Archeon fucks up, Bellacor cleans it up like, yeah, because you couldn't do it. Bitch. <laughs> like, a really good hey, example. Archeon. Hey, Archeon. Hey, Archeon. Bitch. Bitch. Yeah, like, and then we were talking about the on the Chaos episode, the whole one where, like, Archeon sent his armies to go deal with a fucking city in um, Malarian's realm, and he couldn't do it, and then Bellacor walked in and did it, and he was like, yeah, I did it, because Archeon's a bitch. That's, like, his whole fucking shtick. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, just let it be known, like, in the War of the Eight Points, Eight Gates. CJ Eight Points. CJ Eight Points. Um. We're all having issues tonight. Fuck y'all, I'm not. It was really I'm important. not yet. It's, it's really go. important because now the realm of death, like the armies of the, the armies of death, 
have a permanent foothold in in that realm. Yeah. yeah. So they they lost that siege, but their presence isn't gone. Yep. So like they could very well show up again for fucking round two if they needed to, or yeah. if they oh, yeah. if they regrouped well enough. Yep. So while it was a loss, it was a loss for death. They punched chaos in the dick really hard because basically the whole army there was massacred. Like yeah, if Archeon took his army time, out, if Archeon took his army out, there'd be no army there. Like the garrison was fucking slaughtered. Yeah, uh, that was kind of the big deal too. Is that Archeon at the time? Archeon was starting a new campaign to go free Fine, Slash. Yeah, that's why yeah. he wasn't there, yeah. And and then and he has to stop this campaign. Because we're literally talking about releasing the fourth Chaos God back as back to be a major player in um uh the in, in the game. The great game. In the great game. And he has to stop specifically because these fucking rattle me bone skelly boys show up these spin the wheel start, motherfuckers yeah, and just start slaughtering like that is such a big deal that the force of chaos across the mortal realms has to stop to deal with these armies of death that's a huge deal it was known to Archeon that if he had lost the eight points if the realm of death was able to fully secure the eight points and really saturate it with magic they would never get it back yeah because realistically Nagash would probably make that the center of his power, and like it would no longer be. We're gonna go take back the eight points from the Bone People. It's be no. I'm gonna go one v one fucking Nagash because he's taken the eight points. It's now I don't know the Bone Points now or something like that. <laughs> he has saturated it with death magic. So just being there is gonna kill our fucking troops. He is channeling his power there. He has his armies there. Archon's probably there sucking his dick because what Archon, uh, Archon the Black does and trying to take the eight points would be akin to trying to take all of Shaish. Yep. If not harder, because Archon. Nagash knows that holding the eight points is basically the key to victory over the mortal realms. Yeah. Archon would not be there, and you will learn next in the War of the Mortars. I was just using it as you said Archon, yes. uh, Archon likes to suck uh, uh, um, Nagash's dick. Yeah. yeah, or lack thereof. <laughs> His bone! His boner. His boner. Bone day. Bone. Rattle me bones! Oh, uh, also, I found the name. It's Chayus Nadir. Nadar? Not Nadir. N-A-D-I-R. Nadir. Those Nad are the, Nadir. Nadir is the gigantic circle. Gotcha. Sphere things in the sky. Isn't that so, one of his endless spells? No, I think you're thinking of the purple son of Shaiish. That is what I'm thinking of. Thank you. So, the War of the Mortarks. This is when, if I remember correctly, so the, 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 the loss at the eight points and... Is like the start of when shit starts going bad, and then I'm guessing the war of the Mortarks shit gonna gets learn, really bad. We're gonna learn that um, the two new Mortarks, bees knees, three old Mortarks, kind of trash. Y yeah, you're sewage water. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> <Well, laughs> useless. And the three uh, and the three other Mortarks would be Archon, Neferata, and um, Manfred. Manfred, right? Yes. And to start, like Von Karsty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, that I thought he was dead. No, that bitch. No, 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 no. Nagash loves Manfred so much because Manfred screwed everything else up in the old world. Oh. Man Manfred is the sole reason why the old world exploded. Yeah, no, because basically, if and I think I said this before, but no, um, you had you had all of the ascended like like the demigods in, in the world that was that were like channeling magic and keeping the force of chaos at bay. Yeah, and Manfred was like. Fuck you. I'm my own man. I'm a strong, independent black woman who don't need no god to change. And basically, like, Zinch had been fucking with Manfred Hardcore like everything you do, you do because I want you to. And Andrew was like, no, I'm not. Fuck you. And he fucking kills Balthazar Gelt. 
and fucks the whole world over. No, he knew doing this would kill everyone and would be a victory for chaos just to prove to Zinj that he is his own, he has his own free will and is not controlled by him. And then Zinj was like, that's the only thing I ever wanted you to do was what you just did, you dumb, bald, pale, dead bitch. And then everyone's like, no, it's not. And then he fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> and then he dies of stupidity. Yeah, no, like, it is the most, because, like, if there's one person that I like, possibly a little more than Carl Franz, because I kind of sent for the Empire, it's fucking Beagle, and he went out like a bitch because fucking End Times was trash. Look, all I'm saying is... Thorgrim. Not only. No, Thorgrim's death made sense. Snitch, snitch killed him. I'm sorry, we yeah. don't have Cetra. Nobody cares about your fucking we're not, we're bone not bitch. Oh, no, no, no. I, honestly, like, the way Cetra went out was fucking fantastic. He went out flicking off the Chaos God saying, fuck you, and he left. He never actually died. He has that He has that Nakai energy. He was never said he dead. He just fucked off. And then Leon Linkier. Um, But no, like, Thorgrim's death made sense because Thorgrim went out and he killed Queek. Like, he fought Queek and fucking murdered him. Yeah. And then he goes back. He's like, man, I'm going to take me a bath, get some mead, eat some food, go, like, fuck my wife. And then, like, Snitch was like, what's up, big boy? And he was like, oh, God, more rats. And then he promptly got fucking stabbed. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah. like, while it's tragic, at least that makes sense. Where they're like, no, the vampire has to stab the magic boy because we need a reason for the world to be dead so we can make our new IP. Yep, um, so now we go back into the... Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> the it War of Mortarks. fucking knows. infuriates me. Um, so War of Mortarks, yes, please These continue. three Mortarks got sent to different realms. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're going to start with Manfred. He went to the realm my of boy. life. That motherfucker. And every, the realm of life, oh God. Everybody laughed because he. they all knew he was going to fail because the realm of life is by far the most difficult because he still... Yeah, has. especially for the like creatures of death. Well, it's because well, everything's a creature of death, but, like, Manfred is a ridiculously power. He's, like, honestly, Manfred is probably almost, like... Like, if Manfred was ascended to godhood, I would say he'd be techless level of casting. Manfred is a stupid powerful caster. So if yep. there was one person to send the realm of life to, like, infuse it with death magic, it'd probably be Manfred. That's fair. Um, but the problem is, is he has to deal with the Sylvaneth and Alariel, who are now, like, getting... <laughs> who are now well, Alariel is, like, in her war form, like, motherfuckers! Like, she's, like, she's out to kill shit now. <laughs> yeah. And then you still have Nurgle in the realm of life. Oh, God, he's still there. Oh, yeah, he is still get, there. I think Nurgle's they never still... I don't think out, getting yeah. him out's even possible. He's, like, like, okay, I know it's, like... When the trees start te when start speaking Vietnamese, it's very much when the trees start speaking syphilis. Like you cannot get them out of the realm of life. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But no, uh, wait. Okay. Is a little okay, holy herpes. Once you have them, you always have them. Turn out real quick. So does that mean that like Manfred actually has a model in Sigmar? Yes. yes. Oh, I'll, I'll pull it up for you. It's it, no, I'm gonna pull up my fucking. Yeah. All right, um, sorry, bitch. So, like, this whole whole entire idea that um, he gets there and he goes to where the original settlements for um, like Greywater Fastness was located in the realm of life. Uh -huh. He goes to these original cities and he realizes, oh, it's still very nurgleified here. Um, <laughs> no fuck. Oh. So he starts to get there. There be syphilis here. So I just he, want to say really quick. I love like there's the there's like. The irony of even when he's in the realm of life, not fighting the realm of life, he not fighting Alariel, who is like the god of life, he's still kind of fighting the god of life because Nurgle is like <laughs> rebirth and pestilent growth. So it's still some, it's still a fucked up version of life. And you're sitting here like, I just want to kill shit, Nurgle and Alariel, like no. Yeah. So he's trying to do this gigantic sacrifice to like, oh, what, what was this called? Um, to create a pool of death magic, so he can. Do like the um, Shayish Nagir in the realm of life. 
The fucking the, the circles. But the real quick, he's flesh eater quartz, right? No. Gash? No, no he's Manfred. Uh, Manfred? Manfred? No. He's, he's on. Some like Grave Lords. Oh, right. Vampires. Actual proper vampires. Um. And, oh, I completely lost my train of thought. Sorry. He was doing a sacrifice to make a pool of death magic. Yes, put, yes. Put the orbs in the sky. Yes. Um, but then he's like, oh, what's that over there? Oh, that's Nurgle. So in one side, he's being absolutely smashed by a wave of Nurgle. And then he's like, cool beans. I think I got this under control. And then Elario's like, shalom, motherfucker. Elario's on this side going, huh. That shouldn't be there. And then he just gets sandwiched on both sides from trees and syphilis. I can see, like, Alariel <laughs> looking at Nurgle like, I fucking hate you, but, like, we're gonna fuck this vampire up. Um, and he was like, you know what? This is, um, it's not my ball game anymore. I don't think I could win this. Um, and the whole entire idea of what was going on, um, when he got sent here, he was afraid that Neferata was going to invade his kingdom in the, uh, in the realm of Shaiish. Mm-hmm. So he was like, okay, yeah, no, this doesn't look great. I'm going to yeet and go invade Neferata's kingdom, which he did. Cause remember we were going over Neferata and how she lost her city mm-hmm. and then was able to gain it back. So he did take over her city, her kingdom. But I, I feel like Nagash is like, but why would you do that though? <laughs> so he left to go do his own in- interests. And now we're gonna go to Neferata. Okay, so 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 the realm of life that 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 battle was just lost. Yeah, no, no, okay. No, at no. least it kind of seems like in the realm of life that wasn't really his fault. Like you can't really do anything with that. That that was just unfortunate. But him like going and fucking over Neferata, stupid as shit. He could have fought better. He could. <laughs> he could have been better. Fuck that guy. Neferata went to the realm of metal. Oh yeah, Manfred, Mortark of Night. So I'm going Soul Blight Grave Lords. <laughs> Dude, they have like 30 gajillion characters. How what dare you play the yeah. man who killed Balthazar Gelt? Oh, there's about to be a murder in this Bitch, room. Bitch, you <laughs> love him just as much as I do. Don't even pretend you don't. Oh, this Fuck Goldman. <laughs> Goldman bad. It's cool. Um, Manfred is probably one of the biggest bitches in AOS. So you playing him is actually pretty apt. Oh no! See, I'm not. I'm not playing. I'm not playing Manfred because, like, I think he's good. I'm playing Manfred because, like, I know you love him I and pl- fuck Manfred, I play, and I want him to lose. I play him to lose. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, my dice look is shit. So every time I take to the field, I just assume I'm gonna lose. He has that real lamenter energy. I. That's the yellow Dude, I should be playing. I should I've stop been, playing a fuck you! Fist. I've been telling you this forever. Play lamenter, so then you always have the moral victory. Yeah. Oh, oh man, I whipped your ass. Can... You're like, yes, you did. Yes, you did. That means Smile I can play like face. Blood Angels. Yeah. Because the... they're technically a Blood Angel successor, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right, so this is like totally not a 40K podcast. We should probably get back on track. <laughs> oh, yeah, now we're going to know. Oh, yeah, Neferata. Okay. Neferata's also sold like Grave Lords. Yep. Um, and Arcan, fuck, I'm sorry. Ar- Arcan is, um, he's the War Tarkov. Uh, Ozirk Bone Reapers. He, he's also Ozirk Bone Reapers? Yeah. Okay, so Death only has three armies then Night Haunt, Soul Black Grave Lords, and Ozirk Bone Reapers? Yes, but there's also Flesh Eater Quartz, but they're not yeah. like true death. The, they're yeah. in Shaiish, but, the, so, but, but there's no more Tarkov them. No, because there can't be. They're, they're more of a disease. Gotcha. So Ozirk Bone Reapers have one more Tark, the Night Haunt have one more, more Tark. And in the Soul Blight have three more Tarks? Um, no, Arcan's for Osiark, isn't he? More, yeah. Okay, more so, so, so yeah. Osiarchs have two, Soul Blights have two, and the Nighthawk have one. Yeah. Gotcha. Why did you just flick me off? Bakmortian, <laughs> master of the bone tithe. 
May I go into Neverada, please? Yeah, I'm not stopping you. No, but y'all are. Um, so she went into the um, Shimon. Um, and this is, for some reason, a very long scheme that she's been doing to try to get this. And so she actually contacted the Caradon Overlord. She's like, hey, hey, I gave you money to not travel in this mountain passage here. Um, <laughs> Just don't be here and I'll pay you. Um, and it's a, it's a very, it's called, it was the Spiral Crux. So this is where e um, Ether War happened. So it's Zinch versus um, Caradon Overlords. So that's where th um, this mountain range is. Um, so there's like one female Caradon Overlord Admiral. She's like, why is everybody going around to avoid this mountain? They like get to it and take it a 90 degree turn. And they don't travel places unless they make money. They gotta go the like the most efficient, efficient route. route. Yeah. Um, so she's always like, she's completely wondering and she actually sees what's going on. She takes her fleet and gets absolutely destroyed. <laughs> um, and she's like, oh, okay. And so she runs away and gets some help. And apparently there's like new tw Elven twins. It's like Elven twins 2.0. Forget their names at the moment. Um, oh so yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Oh, oh, oh that's cat. Your cat licked my toe and I was like, what is that? <laughs> Um, and there was a thing called a, another person called like a stone. Oh, man, I really got to have some better handwriting. Stone mage. Yes. A stone mage. Dude, um, it's your own fucking handwriting. What are you doing? Okay. I had the same problem. I can't even complain. I'm just graphic. Give me. Give what? Me. How do y'all not read your own handwriting? It's your fucking handwriting. My handwriting changes every single time I write. Bro, you need to fucking write more shit on paper then. No, my it's, handwriting it's literally just, called a thing. Well, you're left-handed. My handwriting you're left -handed, is left-handed, Jacob. I give you an exception. My handwriting is garbage. I can normally read by chicken scratch, but sometimes I'm going really fast. It's just like, oh yeah, line one, line two, line three. It's a whole ass word. And I'm like, what the fuck crack was I smoking when I writ this? Because this is like hieroglyphics. <laughs> so she went off to go get people to go help. Um, Neferata was beating them back, and then the stone mage is like, I'm gonna go talk to this mountain. And the mountain was like, oh, yes, I will help you because I'd rather, oh rather not die as well. So it's like the spear of the mountain. She mm. hurt, like, this stone mage. Lumineth Rumlords have to do shrines, have priests, and do whatever just to talk to these spirits. This stone mm. mage just went underneath the ground. It's like, you, we need your help. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes, father. <laughs> um, so the stone, the, like, the spirit and, of the and mountain. And this is a... Uh, a uh... Spirit of the mountain. No, 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 but the one, the, the, the mason, that's a... It's a, a stone mage. Yeah, or a stone mage. That's a, uh, a, a, a dwarf or... I don't know. I didn't read the book. That's fair. Um, so a stone mage. A stone mage did this. The spirit of the mountain was absolutely destroying everything. And Neferato's like, oh, I guess I can't do this. Time to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Comes back home. Oh, look, Manfred set my home on fire. Yep. And now we go on to Archon. Okay, so Manfred failed because of getting spit-roasted by Nurgle and Alariel, and Nefrata failed because the mountain was like, no! The mountain got angry. The mountain got mad. Yes. Mountain mad. Um, Arcan got sent to the realm of Heesh. Oh, I'm gonna love this. I fucking hate Arcan. He's such a bitch. Uh... Did he get, like, super fucked? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like oh anyone who goes, anyone who goes to the like, any anyone who goes to the realm of the high elves, who isn't like 
a chaos god basically gets annihilated. He was doing except so, like maybe the Skaven. He was doing so well. Um, his first original part was more in the center. So, um, but he had the Ozark Bone Reapers that built the Black Pyramid and the Gash, which is very important because they're resistant to magic. Were they resistant to magic because of the yeah. the, the soul the soul sand they were carrying? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. So the realm were like, oh fuck, our magic's no work. Um, and somehow they're able to um, defeat them back, and they're like, oh oh oh, it's because of ballistas. So um, the realm lords. By the way, the entirety of like this broken realms techlist is just to provide the other half of the model line for Luminous realm lords. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're it, like it will, go, it will go and talk about like winds like like spirit of the wind and all these new ballistas and crap like that so like it was really important because the ballistas are the one that like sat there and drove him back and he just kind of snapped his finger poof into a thing and went to the edge of the realm and eltherion was um is eltherion alive still Yes, he has a really, really cool model that I accidentally... Oh, uh, shit, the Grim Warden's still here. I didn't know that. Well, the, thing, the thing is, in the old world, Arcan actually hand-abdusted him. In the old world, Arcan murdered Altharion? Yes. Ooh. Oh, so does he remember this? Oh, yeah. No. So he has a fucking bone to no, pick. No, 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 no. So there's a really important thing about Altharion. He is a... His soul is pure light because when Teclish tried to revive him, every single time he gathered all the dust and made him whole again, his heart would explode. His heart would explode? Every single time. And he would not stay alive because the realm of like the hand of dust magic is so powerful. Even after you get re resurrected, you're still going to consistently die. Which character is this again? Altharion. Altharion. Give rest from Total War. Um, it's called the Light of Altharion. It's it's the um it's the I, I'm looking for the model right now is the reason I'm asking. Yeah. And it's just there's nothing. He's it's just like a suit of armor. So he's alive, but he doesn't he doesn't have a body. He yeah. he 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 only way he can live is if he like possesses a suit of armor. Yes, and you're gonna learn that um No, I'm not gonna tell you that. You're gonna learn something really interesting about these realms, guys. Um I thought they were I thought they were like the earth. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna tell you on that. So um, he, Archon went to the edge of the realm, like the very far outskirts. And this is where Tyr, um, Tyrion first went kind of like they did with the joke when they went on the vacation, but this is where he kind of like got reborn and there's a, and in there, this, like it burned his eyes out. Uh, uh, Tyrion? Yes. Oh, this is how he, this is how he was blinded? Yes. is beyond the, um, the outskirts of the realm. So Eltharion, I thought I thought Tyrion was blinded in the Age of Myth. Yeah, because oh, he was in oh, the outskirts. Okay, yeah, no, gotcha, 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 gotcha. So Eltharion took a um, contingent of these Luminous Realm Lords to the outskirts to go deal with Arcan because he—that's where he went to go, mm -hmm. and they were dying on the way there. Like they would just pop up the flames, turn into ash, just disappear for no reasons. All these different things because the magic is so potent out there. Mm -hmm. But the bone daddies weren't because they were resistant, I'm assuming. Yes. Um, so Atherian was out there going like, okay, no. And by the way, he can't speak, so he's just silent. All these people are just like, this is oh, this is oh, the man this is, to follow. And this he, is that model. Yes. Let me see it. Oh, the Altharion model. It's, it's, it's the empty suit of armor that's like a bitch and a half to put together from what I understand. Yeah, but really cool model. Yeah. By the way, y'all gotta tell me if I'm not making sense when I'm speaking. <laughs> I understand you. Okay. 
then again, I've also lived with you for two years now, so like. Yeah. Um, I can speak Middleese. Thanks. So when uh, the light of Ethereum gets there, um, it's everybody is almost dead, and they're like, you know, <laughs> everyone's fucking all, dying. All, all, all these elves are like, we're not making it back. We're gonna die. Our objective is to get him to that bone person. <laughs> <laughs> we're just objective we are, survive we are, we are a vessel for Altharia to get there and murder yeah so they get him to him and they're just constantly fighting and he's such a potent fighter he's pushing Nagash farther and farther to the Nagash. edge you mean Archon Archon yes Archon to the edge to the point where he sits there and pushes him off the ledge <laughs> yeah because yeah, like, yeah, the rope the, like, I, I the thought, realms are actually like legitimate flat earth. I thought they were spherical. No, no, they're like legit flat earth. And that just, it blew my mind that they were not so spherical. So he just like threw yeah, Arcan like, into the fucking void? Yeah, no, basically. No, no, no. So it's like, I think it's such a pure form of magic at that edge that it just, he went... Just fucking died. So, so did his beast, because his beast went after him to try to save him. and it's, it's, So... We don't know what's up with Arcan anymore. He's just, oh God. He's just kind of dead. <laughs> he's just kind of... He's deaded. He's just kind of not, not... I mean, I'm sure Nagash will bring him back to life somehow. Yeah, so right now, he's just not in the war. That no is... Altharian's like, yeah. So... And, uh, enjoy the climb back up, bitch! <laughs> so, um... Manfred failed, failed um, Nagash. Neferata failed Nagash. And Wait, Ar Archon's fucking did we, dead. Did we talk about Neferata? Yeah. The mountain got angry. That's right. Yeah. Fucking hell. Oh my god, I am so tired. <laughs> so Nagash is um decided to take things in his own hand because he's currently zero for three in this sec this like this <laughs> in, in this theater of the war, he's 0-3. Um but um he reached so when he so he goes to the realm of um Hish as well mm -hmm. and goes through the exact same realm gate that Arcan did in the very beginning. So he's more in the center. Mm -hmm. And the instant he walks through that gate, everybody knows. Because the elves are they can so... They probably feel it. They're, like, they're so oh, no. in tune with their... Um, yeah, with their realm. Um, or and, with the magic of their realm. Yeah. And he's just... People are just dying because the I, he is so powerful. Well, he's I'm assuming he's like infecting their magic with death. Yes, Basically. and it's just he infecting the realm with death. He has one of his um, Shayish Nagirs up in the sky. Oh shit, he made one. Oh, no. He was just like... So the gas yes, came through and he was like, everyone's fucking dying. Yes, yeah. because he's pissed. He's like, y'all have the audacity to live. <laughs> how dare y'all not How dare y'all not be unalived? <laughs> um, and he's he's going through and he's just absolutely wrecking shop. All the elves... Um, Oh, there's this, there's this amazing did thing. Did he come by himself or did he bring an army with him? He brought the Uzzard Bone Reapers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rip. Rip. The gas is like, man, I gotta get me some of them elven bones. Yeah, um, and... I can just see the gash like, mm. rattle me bones. So when, rattle me bones. So when the elves die, they go to the, the um, Nagira Shayish up in the sky, and then the bone reapers are collecting their bones to create new bones. To make bigger, oh, to make so bigger getting, bone golems. He's getting more night haunts. And, and more OCRs. Um, Jesus Christ. But the thing is that the um, the Lumen of Rum Lords learn how to fight against this mm -hmm. by actually burning the bones of their dead. Mm. Which is the biggest taboo a um, elf can do, apparently. And it's something to do with their, how they bury. Yeah. They're like, fuck you, I will I will not I will not feed Nagash's army. Yeah. 
Um, so they're fighting. When that happens, there's this actually side story about how there's a flesh eater court and how um, the Bone Reapers are trying to go get more bones so they can like keep up with their numbers because that's what's keeping them alive are the bones. Mm-hmm. So they go constantly to the flesh eater courts. And so... The fle- they get their like trophies from all the kills they've done. That runs out. Then they go get the their um like the bones that are sticking out of their skin because like they see that as their army. Are they just armor. like walking up to the flesh eaters like I'm taking this? Well, then they're just like hey, because um the flesh eater court still worship Nagash. Okay. Like this one particular. They probably think Nagash is the lady the- in the lake. <laughs> probably. Like, well, that would be the funniest fucking thing if they ever say flesh eater are actually like the Bretonians and then one of Nagash's titles turns into Lady of the Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that would be amazing. Um, so then they go get the bones that are sticking out of them because they believe that's their armor. So they're like, hey, we need the bones outside of you because we still, this is your tithe. And then it got to the point when that when that ran out, they're like, we need your peasants now. And this this is when the flesh eater court said like, no. Oh, it is shit. my job to protect my peasants. That you're fucking, not, they're delusional. You're not taking like, them. No. You're not taking them. And actually, well, okay, we're good. What scheme. are the flesh key, the flesh eater courts? What are their peasants? Like, what are their peasants? Just actually? like the ghouls. Okay, so like the flesh eater courts themselves, they're like super ghouls. Then like the baby ghouls are like what they see as their people. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, it's very much still striated cast. It's just that the entire cast is ghouls. And it actually killed the guy that was collecting all the bones. Oh, and, Jesus. And that was the only thing keeping the bone reapers actually going. Wow. So they run out of, so they run out of bones. They run out of bones. So when they die, they like... I think you'll lose amount of bones, certain amount of bones or something, and you just. Well, yeah, lose. I would imagine if like like if you get smacked with a hammer, some of the bones are going to be destroyed, and you can't really rebuild off of like fucked yeah. up bones. And once they're splintered, they're splintered. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think they have super glue. And so Nagash is like, I mean, I just got to do this now. So he was doing something, and all the um, I think he was trying to actually kill everybody. He was doing a spell that he was, was about, trying to nuke so, nuke his. So all the um, Lumina from Lords. Um, the Lumineth were coming in trying to stop this, and they it was a losing battle. Then Teclas came out of nowhere. <laughs> and Teclas was to like, Kaka, motherfucker. And I, this is like one of the first times, like, it was a true, like, both magic gods were fight, fighting. Fight, but a, a, a true yeah. fight between the gods. Yes. Um, and it was epic. Like, it, it's, it's truly an epic fight. Um, I really need to get the book so I can actually go read the fight. Mm-hmm. But it started off with. Nagash just had three purple suns of Shaiisha around one hand. <laughs> oh my god. god. That's an endless spell, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Oh my god. And fuck. this was like, yeet. Uh, pardon me, but Kobe, yeet. <laughs> and it was it was not only a fight in the physical plane, mm. but it was in like the um, ethereal plane as well. That's and crazy. It was such, and there were very mental fights. And it was to the point that Nag- the only reason why Nagash was winning is because he had so much more experience with magic. He's thousands of years he's older. He, Nagash is in... Yeah. Uh, I think Nagash is actually older than Sigmar. Yeah. I believe so as well. I'm pretty sure yes. the, I'm pretty sure the, uh, the only gods that Nagash isn't older than is the actual Chaos Gods, the Dwarven Gods, and the Orc God. Yeah, yeah Dwarven and Orca. Also remember, same thing with Arcan. <laughs> yeah, because Arcan's up there. Yeah, he's because he, he's from... Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Um... So it is just it's coming through the to this and I Nagash is actually about to kill Teclas. He has his hand around his throat. Like it's it's mm. ama- it's amazing to think about how powerful these gods are and it's just like, "Oh, I got my hand and around Nagash your throat and I'm about to kill you." But the humans that are actually inside of the realm of Hish shot 
light engines at Nagash. Wait, wait, there, there are humans in Hish. Yes, and yeah, not many, but yes. There were. This is a whole entire tech was a because scheme. It's it it's because um, Hish is also seen as like the realm to go to if you are a scholar of magic. Like if I remember correctly, one of the big school colleges of magic is in Hish. In Hish, yeah, that makes sense. And so uh, there are actually humans who go there to study. So you're telling me that like the humans got a bunch of luminarchs together and they're all like beam that bitch with light? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And when yep. Nagash Oh, there's sirens outside. Yeah. Somebody's oh. dying. That sounds like fire hydrant. No, not fire hydrant. Fire Fire prevention. Get your ass out there. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great fuck off look. Hold on, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take a picture. Of my, um, my new screensaver. What is it? Phil telling me to fuck myself with his eyes. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm gonna go get that uh, that cast iron hundred year old window weight that I found today. I'm just gonna beat you with it. That's fair. Oh yeah. By the way, I found a window weight. Neat. Yeah. No, because we were while we were cleaning up that lot, um, that, we uh, we were like kept kept digging stuff up, and so like. One of the general services guys now has like basically half of ha- half a house worth of like hundred year old uh, red bricks. And, 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 and those, yeah, he and got a lot of and them. Those are the weights you'd use on old timey windows that would keep them like that. that would... they, they were counterweights. Yeah. The, yeah. No, uh, I think those are lead. Uh, no, these are cast iron because we hit it. We hit it with a uh, a uh, with a skid steer bucket, mm-hmm. and it didn't like just bend. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's like covered in dirt and shit, and I gotta go clean it off. But yeah, I'm just gonna throw it in my truck and keep it with me. So like, if I ever just it's need a to weapon. Like beat something, <laughs> it's a weapon. Yeah, so you were no saying, officer, so, so, it's totally not a club. So the humans beam Nagash with light. The, yes, and and this actually destroys Nagash's body. Not only that, it destroys the nine books of Nagash. Oh shit! <gasps> oh no! Yeah, and but his soul still survived, so he's like. Oh, uh, and that's uh, how and that's how he got banished to Shaiish, I'm assuming. I think so. But this also is that with the nine books in the gash and like all the power that's stored up in the gash as well, all destroyed, that was the end of the Necroquakes. Or the Soul Wars, you mean? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it stated the end of the Necroquake. Uh, oh, I guess the Necroquakes like, like the effect were prevalent through the oh, entire. Oh yeah, because like because it was because the effect was centered on the gash because he absorbed all that death magic. Yeah. so I guess so. I with find his that, death, the, the yeah, yeah. I find that fucking hilarious because like yeah, like they killed the gash, but I'm going to assume the damage that was done to Hish was so catastrophic. Yeah, really. That it's almost. It, it almost doesn't count because Nagash is going to come back to life because he always does, and all of his Mortarks are going to come back. And realistically, like when you think about it, there's nothing stopping him from just doing that spell again. Oh, so um, uh, apparently, except I think that the I think the pyramid was like sucked into an abyss of death magic. Rebuild it. There might have been a soul sand. Yeah, because there's there's only a, there's only so much. Um. It's also hinted at the end of this um, book that Alaril talked to Teclas, and it was all it was stating that your power has been greatly wasted, and there is a bigger threat coming. Yeah, it's Slanesh. Yeah, it's Slanesh. We, we, we're almost My all boy. positive that the next big step in, in, in 3E is Slanesh being like, knock, knock, fuck this cage. <clears throat> no, because I think... <clears throat> I truly think it's going to be another destruction army or another revamp of the destruction army because it was two armies... Um, there was a revamp of Chaos in 1st Edition that was all about Chaos. Could you imagine if the next Destruction Army is just but a bunch of baby Kragnosses? 
That's what I want. It'd be like it'd be like another oh, it'd be like another man, another another version either ogres or gargants. No, don't don't do another gargant army. Oh, um, I fucking hate gargants. Remember, I don't think oh. it'd be a gargant army. Remember that. Kragnos is a god, and he was the biggest. He was the baddest. Yes, they're big. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, like just I Gargant, get that. Just I don't. I don't want to play against another Gargant-esque army. That dude, like I think my, it wouldn't okay, be Gargant. My I think it would just. I think no, it would my, just be elite. My experience <coughs> in Age of Sigmar, hmm. just for everybody who knows this, my experience in Age of Sigmar tabletop has been Gargants. Ogremod tribes with gargants and orc shenanigans and uh, orc war tribes, where the guy I was playing against did that maneuver where he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna move twice before my movement phase. Get in your back lines with my big ass fucking like dr- pseudo dragon thing, and then charge into your main line of forces, main like army before you can do literally anything." And I got fucked on i bait i almost got boarded turn one yes, and that was with my ability to return a unit a five-man unit to the board yeah and like it has just playing third edition like i see where it's supposed to be a really good game and how it can be a very fun game to play my experience has just been utterly miserable because just like Gargants are just such they're they're such horseshit. Well, yeah, play against Trevor because Trevor will teach you a lot about Stormcast. He also doesn't have a broken. Yeah, well, no, that's also was, especially because yeah. in three E, like monster shields are so much stronger now. So you they, they, yeah. the Gargant, yeah. but like the buffs that monsters that Gargants have gotten because that's why Thunderlords are so good. Which makes me feel kind of scummy because I just like big big dinosaurs, but now it's like Planet Thunder is really competitive because like monstrous actions are fucking retarded. Yeah. yeah. But oh, I, I charge you three ones. I think you can only have like four behemoths. Yep. Uh, haha. No, I can out. Um, my, no, because you're a battle line. My stegadons nope. for battle line don't count until more towards my behemoth count. Yep. So if I, if I had like unlimited points, I could have eight technically. Yeah. I sure thought about that because I'm pretty sure it still counts as a behemoth. I looked it up. When I was doing my army configuration, oh. unless they've FAQ'd it recently, that, that's why I was like, "Holy shit!" And if I yeah. wanted to, I could I could have four Stegadons battle line, mm-hmm. and then I could have. Um, uh, is that is the Behemoth rule? Is that by model or by unit? By mm, unit. Okay. Oh no! Wait, that might don't that, those don't count as Behemoths? They're just monstrous. Yeah, but only one. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, for those, actually, that's kind of my. Uh, are, are we more or less done with Soul Wars? I was gonna say that Teclas is also tank. Um, Corrupted with death magic at the moment. Ooh, spicy. Yeah, but um, other than that, that's like that is everything. That is pretty much the end. Okay. Yeah. This, so that's 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 and, Soul Wars, um, more yeah. or less. So, so I there, guess... there is supposed to be a bigger threat coming up in third edition. We just mm-hmm. don't know what. Yet. I'm like I'm gonna keep it a buck. I hope it's I hope it's. Uh, uh, They've uh, been hinting at Slanesh coming back for a that's long the time. <laughs> well, also, I think um, Kragnos was the last broken realms. Yeah. yeah, no. So I'm, it could have been Kragnos. It's just we're not seeing Kragnos at his full strength at the moment. Yeah, so we might get. I just looked it up. Croak's not a behemoth, so I could have four second on battle line, and then I could have four additional behemoths and Croak. Yeah. So, uh, but no, uh, that's kind of the big news that uh, I have recently is that we did a secret Santa at the local hobby store, and like my secret Santa was an absolute fucking godsend and got me two uh, uh, storm. Uh, Storm Drake Guard. Thank you, Storm Drake Guards. And then I and then I uh, and then I bought one of the big character dragons. And then Jacob bought me the other big character dragon for Stormcast. You're welcome, bitch. And so now I'm just like building. I'm, I'm just building big big Dargan. Big Durgans. Can, can you run both the big Durgans in one army? No, we tried. 
yeah, you can. We you, didn't see anything that said you could. Well, couldn't. you can, but you, then you can't the do the rest sink, of the dragons. The point sink isn't the same. Yeah, no, because it's, it's just to run them, uh, it's six. It's 600 points each. They're yeah. like an Archeon. It would each. be it would it would well Archeon is like nine hundred I think or eight hundred eight seventy five. But no, you're running running both would be over half of a two thousand point list. Yeah. Um. And then if I want to run, what I am gonna do is I'm gonna take my Storm Drakes, and uh, so the Storm Drakes have two different configurations. They have one with uh, sword and board, and they have another one with spear or oh, lance. Not her though. And I'm going to go ahead and do. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna run the lance. What's the range of the lands? Oh, oh by, by, by the way, that's basically the culmination of Soul Wars. It was a, a pantheon of order, feared victory, Nagash died, got banished to Shaiish. Apparently Archeon got fucked. All the Mortarks are back in are back in Shaiish, uh pouting Except Arcan. Got their asses kicked. Yeah. Arcan's dead. Chaos is fucked, and Sigmar's, I don't know, beating his meat, I guess. But um, that's basically the end. Teclos wasted a lot of his magic. Yeah. Uh yeah. but yeah, back to what I was saying though. Uh the Storm Drakes, they have So we're gonna bullshit now. So if you don't want to hear yeah, that... Yeah, if you want to fuck off, fuck off. Um, <laughs> wow. get, get the fuck out of here! Wow! <laughs> get the fuck out of here! No, uh, but no, seriously, though. It, uh, at this point, we're just bullshitting. If, you, if y'all want to go ahead and head off for the night, uh, thanks for sticking around. Or morning. See you next we time. don't know when you listen to this. It's night for us. I'm tired. No, I listen to night. this in the morning and then fuck off and do nothing for the rest of the day. Hell yeah. <laughs> Best way to do it. Live your life. Live your life. Do, you do you, homie-san. Yeah. But no, uh, so the the Stormbreaks have two different configurations, mm-hmm. and like, I forget what it is, but if you build them with the Lance, I think it's, I, I don't remember if it's determined, if this ability is determined by, no, they just get that ability. Yeah. So first of all, they're technically count as monstrous units, so one unit, uh, one model in their unit can, uh, can do a monstrous action. And they charge, yeah. And... Uh, I th- I forget, there is a condition associated with it, and I forget what it is. I think you have to have a dragon as your leader. But if you do... You do a move move? You can Yeah, you can do a move move. Oh, yeah. And still charge. Oh, so you can move twice and charge? You can move once in the hero phase. Fuck. And, and there's an ability if... Or no, no, no. No, sorry. I don't think it's a move move. I think what it is is you can... You can do the orc move. Uh, I think what it is is you can advance and charge. Or run and charge. Or something like that. There's something that gets them, like, bonus movement. Mm-hmm. And I think it's with the spear. If you charge, you double your you double your damage. For that, for that entire combat phase? Yeah, for that combat phase. So like or, no, no, no. In the turn that you charge, you double your damage. So that means that, like, it's like if, the, if the spear does two damage per hit, now it does four damage? It's, or one, it's, like... it's one to two. Both of the weapons do one. But the sword has, like, six attacks. Mm-hmm. Um... But the lance only has like three attacks, but it has slightly better AP, and then you can better. The I'm, I'm assuming better range too. Yeah, it's a two inch rather than a one inch. Toby, Toby. And then they also have an ability that gives them a larger uh, unit cohesion. So instead of having to be within like one inch, they can be within two inches. So you can spread them out a little more. Um, no, what, I need to. I need to finish what, which this. dragon do you think you prefer right now to use? Or do they? Oh, I don't. Do, I don't really know. Or do they both um, have merit? I mean, from what you're talking about, they about both them, have, they have merit. merit. Definitely, I think it's really going to depend on what I run with them, because me, me I personally don't care for casting as much. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I prefer more brute force. 
Well, not necessarily dude, brute the dude, force. The, whatever the fuck his name is, the scarred. He like his apocalyptic tail is like, oh yeah, everyone oh, they fucking bo- dies. Oh, they both have the tail. Oh god, I know that. Yeah. I remember no, his the tail thing, is like stupid. Um, yeah, the ta- the tail is really good. No, what makes him special is that he's basically as long as you commit murder, you're getting stuff out of it. Oh yeah, because when he kills shit, he gets extra shit. Yeah, and uh, so I'd probably run. Yeah, no, the dude, the scarred. Like if he if he kills a hero, he like gets additional like to hit for the rest of the game. Uh, if he kills a hero or monster, he gets plus one attack to all weapons for the rest of the game, and that stacks. If he kills a unit with a wound characteristic of three or more, he gets uh, plus one to charge and run rolls, I think. I know he gets plus one to charge. And if he kills babies, he heals. And then if he kills two uh, uh, units with a wound characteristic of two or less, he, he heals one wound. Per model? No, just uh, period. But uh, I, I don't think he has a ward, though. You know what would be an amazing thing would happen? Hmm. What? If um, we got Gork or Mork. Not Gork or Mork. But uh, Gork or Mork. Like Avatar and Gork or Avatar of Mork. Yeah, well, no, it would be the actual god. Well, like Nagash is like an avatar because he can't be Nagash himself because actual Nagash is kind of like Sigmar and be too powerful. So you have to be the avatar of Nagash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be that would be wild. But, I mean, that makes the Teclis is also very, very powerful as well. Yeah, I, yeah. That's the one thing I don't get is they do the whole like Avatar of Nagash uh, it's thing. Because but, like, I think I think his point blank Nagash is one of the strongest gods. Just point blank. He, like his yeah, yeah he, he his, is. His but... magical potency is so insane that just like an Avatar of Nagash is on par with actual Teclas or Tyrion. I think that's what it is. It's yeah. like Nagash himself yeah. is so stupidly powerful and experienced that well, yeah, cause he's, we were just he's basically on par now. with Sigmar. Like if Nagash himself, not an Avatar, but himself was the fight, it'd be like. You're all dead. Yeah, because I guess we were just talking about the fact that um, Nagash was base was kind of Crump and Teclas. So yeah, yeah and that was, that's I true. mean that was a empowered avatar of him, basically an empowered version of him. But like, if it was Nagash himself, a Nagash would never expose himself to like possibly possibly die. Yeah, I don't think. But also, it's just like it's like Sigmar. It's like why does he need to fight himself? And basically, his puppets do so much work for him yeah. when he can just sit on his throne and plot and scheme. Going back to like which one of the dragons is my favorite though, I think if I was going to start running more like a sacrosanct chamber, mm-hmm. then I'd probably run uh, Krondus. Because magic. The, the big blue one. Mm-hmm. Because magic. And he's just like an insane caster. He has, his, that, he has croak energy. Yeah. Um, Croak's still technically more reliable. Croak is better. He doesn't have as many, but Croak doesn't degrade. Yeah. Exactly. And also, killing Croak is a bitch. Yeah. And then. Uh, the other dragon, I think, is better if you were running like a warrior chamber or a extremist just, chamber. Just roll up with with, with, with fighty dragon and then just a fuck ton of devastators and be like, "You, I'm coming for you." Yeah, basically. Uh, but I, I'm gonna have to look at like generating an army list. What, what's your winged chick's name? The monster slayer. Yndrasta. Can you imagine there's a model where it was just Yndrasta, but riding the dude, the scarred dude? I mean, I could make that. But like it was a new whole ass new model where it's like like this like yeah. some version of their abilities oh, no, like combined. Oh no, realistically it would never happen because oh, 100% her, no. her whole shit. Whoa. Or fine, the Celestine Prime. <laughs> I mean, actually no, I could see theoretically a situation where Yndrasta and uh, I'm gonna forget the other guy now. Whatever, something something with the scarred. Yeah, uh, I think it's Karandis. Krondis? Uh, no, Krondis is the blue one. Oh. 
and they're very similar. But well, they're they are brothers, different. right? Yes, uh, but no, the orange one. I could the scarred. <laughs> I could see him and Yandrost working together because Yandrost likes hunting down big creatures. And Crunch and fucking think, hates Kragnos. I think her, she has a bone to pick with Kragnos. Well, so does he because he he got his scar yeah. from Kragnos, and Kragnos also was the, like the dragons Kragnos killed were his people. Yep. Yeah, that's why he's in Gur. Is basically just to fuck fuck everything up until he finds Kragnos, right? Probably. Yeah, more than likely. Uh, but no, so that's that's kind of. I could definitely see those two working together. I might I might create a list around those two then. That might be interesting. Use big use big monster to fight big monster, then run then roll Yandrast up in there and have her start trumping stuff with the big dragon. Because that's the whole. That's kind of my issue with Yandrasta. Is Yandrasta seems very squishy. Because she's only like an eight wound model, like she has that four up. Well, she war. has like the hell of war with the people, with which um, she's paired with the people. Yeah, but realistically, I'm not going to be doing that very often because uh, they they re- they've rewritten how uh, how that ability works. They've mm-hmm. FAQ'd it. Mm-hmm. It's not you either do it or the ward. You don't get to do both. So I'm assuming it the the people is better, but it can go away if they die. Yes. Versus just having the ward. Yes. Do you have a clump of hair? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he has like three. You furry. You a furry boy. Um, I want Wahapedia. Well, should we call it there? Yeah. yeah we, we, we've rambled on long enough. Um, once again, sorry for being late, guys and gals. And um, uh, are we going to be doing an episode next Thursday? Or are we going to yes. go? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We're going to go ahead and do uh, next What Thursday. that's going to be? Um, let's, let's, let's do the Arcanum because it has to do with Soul Wars. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or. One we guy. could finally make truly happy and do uh, Night Haunt as a faction breakdown. Yeah, but if we start doing individual factions, Mitchell's head will catch on fire. No, we could do individual factions. I just don't want to do them consistently. Yeah, he just doesn't want to do them all at once. So yeah, let's, let's let me shit on then. Mitchell. <laughs> let's go ahead and do Night Haunts then, because they're because okay. I, I like the concept of doing a faction breakdown relative to the to the lore that we're covering. All right, yeah. and once again, uh, once again, guys. Um, if y'all have something in particular that y'all want us to go over, just start dropping comments on our social One media. One person did ask for Daughters of King. Mm. Hey-o. Yeah. So after this, um, we're probably so going to go over Broken Realms, Marathi, and Hurl, her and yeah, Marathi, or, and do DLK. Or, or the other thing we could do is we could go ahead and do the uh, Arcanum Opticum or whatever. Oculum. Optimum. Uh, that thing. We could go ahead and do that, and then we could do a faction breakdown of Lumineth. Um, or we could just do Donna's King. Fuck it. Snake Ladies. But yeah, so it's looking like next one's going to be Night Haunts, and then after that, we'll do something. We'll yeah, no, we, we just got to make this up as we go. Yeah. yeah like I mean, We well, kind of fly by the seat of our pants And once here. again, if y'all have something y'all want... Just drop messages directly. Drop a comment on our on our social media platforms. Just let us know. We'll be more happy to oblige y'all. And once again, we will be um, DMing the winner of the um, New Year giveaway um, tonight or tomorrow. Uh, so that once again, we are sorry for being late with that, but we just had a, uh, other circumstances. Mm. But uh, yeah, yeah, good to be back, guys, and um, from our break, and we'll catch y'all next week. Break like we weren't stressing out over broken computers. Anyway, <laughs> see you next week.